2: It's October 18th, 2023. I am actual pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. Where did my pencil go? I don't know. It's not important. As always, it is a special day because today is you took my pencil. Yeah. I
3: got a pencil.
2: Oh. I got a pen.
3: Look at this. I got another pencil.
2: I... Oh, I found it. Here we go. <laughs> I got
3: all kinds of stuff around here, Joel. You're a professional.
2: What hey, hold on, hold
3: on, hold on, hold on. We got we got three pencils. What wow. three pencils? And a pen. I got a, I'm going to bump my mic. I got a a little snake, a little pipe cleaner snake as well. All kinds of stuff laying around this desk.
2: Yeah, no, I've got, I found my pencil. (laughs) It was here. Mine's mine's a real pencil, not one of those uh, fake mechanical pencils that you people use. Uh,
3: I probably have one of those around here somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, paperclip.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that's useful. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the season premiere of In the Weeds here on Pipe. (laughs) Stop
3: that. (laughs) Stop it.
2: everyone else can do it why can't we Uh, what rod smackdown can do it once a year why can't we do it this is the season premiere of in the weeds it doesn't matter that we started our show in april this is the season premiere
3: we gotta we gotta at least like build it up a little bit right we gotta promote like that it's the season premiere type of thing you can't just come on here and just say these things joel don't don't do this to our audience
2: you mean build something up so high and then not deliver?
3: No, build it up in general. You just came on here and it's just like season premiere, season premiere.
2: Respect our audience more than just come on here and just throw out these buzzwords. Fine, we'll do a tag team title match and someone will get the belt. Does that sound good?
3: Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs> we get plenty to talk about this morning as always here uh tasha steals from impact wrestling is going to be joining us at 10 30 a.m eastern so in about 25 minutes looking forward to talking to tasha ahead of uh impact bound for glory which is this saturday we'll be doing a post show on youtube.com slash fightful as we always do myself and steven jensen the great steven jensen host of the weekend podcast weekender podcast on fightful select and of course the spotlight with the one and only Jeremy Lambert on the main channel. Uh and maybe Cresta Star if she decides the collision isn't worth her time this particular week. I think it'll be more fun to cover Impact this week. But that's just oh, my opinion. So Saturday is
3: we'll... going to be busy. Saturday know. and
2: Battle of the Belts is not happening on Saturday, isn't it? It uh, is. Yeah. yeah. That show's awful. <laughs> Battle of the Borts, eight baby. They, they got
3: one match announced. I don't think the belts are changing hands in that match. I'm sure they'll throw on an ROH title match where the belt's not going to change hands there either.
2: Yay, Battle of the Belts. Yay. It's going to be Ethan Page versus Eddie Kingston. You just know it for the, for the ROH title. I'm cool with that. It'll be a good match. But again, yeah. it's like, what a why? Why isn't it like, what's the final battle match at that point? Well, who knows? The final
3: a- battle is going to be Eddie against the returning
2: Mark Briscoe. Actually, I don't hate that. If he's in the ring and working out, it'd be nice to see Mark Briscoe make his return before the end of the year. So who knows? We'll see where we're at. But plenty, uh, plenty, 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 plenty going on. And Tasha's going to join us at uh, at 1030 a.m. Eastern, so in about 25 minutes, we'll talk about Bout for Glory. We'll talk about Impact stuff. I have questions, and Jeremy also has them. And hopefully, Tasha Steels will have answers. Jeremy. I'm going to ask oh, yeah. Tasha Steels. Okay.
3: What's this trend with everyone needs to have a Z at the end of their name? That's my question.
2: What if she is going to tell you she did it first?
3: That, cool, good. And I respect that. All these people with the Z's at the end of their name. Billy Starks, Hardee's, we're we doing Dudley's. Is there like a family? Is there a family of uh, end of name Z's that get together once a year for a reunion?
2: Miss Disease. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was there? Uh, oh, I can yeah, yeah, of-
3: throw, throw all your Z names in the chats, yeah, everybody, so I can, so I have more. So I have more of this stuff.
2: DJ Z. Yeah. DJ
3: what? DJ oh, DJ Z. Z? Yeah, yeah, ion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Z. Yeah. Just it's did. Did Jay Z start this? Is that why everyone decided to to throw the Z at the end of their name? <laughs>
2: That that would work. Who knows? Billy Starks with a Z. There you go.
3: I said that one. I appreciate yeah. you still throwing it out there, but I said that one.
2: Put him out there. Uh, Z from Tough Enough has two. <laughs> the, the maze, is, yeah. The maze has a Z. The Hardy Boys, the original Hardy Boys.
3: I said that one. Yeah, no, you did. do me names that I've already said.
2: Oh, there you go. Like CZ from Tough Enough, though. I know we said it, but I still like that one. <laughs> Uh, in the weeds is now going to rebrand with the Z. That's just how it is.
3: Is that, is that how we? Is that how Z Gangsta? Oh, man. Zeus, Zeus is my man right there. Zeus is my man.
2: But we're um, doing we're doing end of the the Z at the end or is it any Z?
3: No, no, it's got to be Z at the end. It's got to be at Z, Z the at the end.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So like Nozalina yeah. Vega or Big Z. No, no, you, no. Luis, I did say Miss Disease earlier. That was that was the first one. I thought um, you so.
3: had. I thought you misspoke. I thought no, you were no. like. Having a breakdown. Commander Aziz.
2: Commander Aziz. There you go. Yabba right there. <laughs> uh,
3: Z's oh. up in the chat. I don't know. Wait, wait. Zoltan. Zoltan. The... Yeah, Zoltan. Zoltan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> this is how our show starts. <laughs> it's not like we could do in the weeds anymore because Vince McMahon doesn't have that going.
3: I well. like the rebrand to we add a Z at the end of weeds. In in the weeds with cool. a
2: Z. We already face the golden dollar sign every single time we go on the air at this point. It's very frustrating. Why not just do in the weeds with a Z? Why not? Just go for
3: it. Yeah, why why would that get us the golden dollar sign?
2: With a Z? I don't know. People have weird ways of getting around it. Getting around what? Getting around the golden dollar sign. Oh. Okay,
3: so yeah, wouldn't this be hopefully a way around it? Is we use a Z instead of an S?
2: I have no idea, man. Every single time we post something, something goes weird. It's just the way the, the algorithm works.
3: I don't like the algorithm. Can we fight it?
2: We can, actually. It's Al Gore, and it's his rhythm. They so just got to fight like Al out Gore. Al
3: Gore has any rhythm. Al that's, Gore gave us the internet. So, I mean, we're screwed. That's fair.
2: He could take it away just like that. Uh, I, I will bring this one up. Send your nerds suggestions for new names in the show. The Jeremy Lambert and the other white guy show. Thank you. Fair. The somewhat wrestling podcast. That's a good also one. Also fair off the weeds that that one will definitely get us demonetized.
3: Yeah, to throw the baby off oh, the baby. weeds,
2: baby. Yes. Uh, and then the Sean Ross app doesn't pay us enough to do the show show. That one is a little long, but it might actually take.
3: It's not as bad as the we don't need no stinking show name for our show. Show
2: that exists. There's a lot of that. Why does it why is that persisting? Like, why do people think that's funny?
3: That one's been around for a while. I don't get it. That's a very long one. You try to like abbreviate that, and it's like, huh, what is this abbreviation? W N N. I, S I I can't abbreviate. It's too yeah, long. You, got there. you gotta if you're trying to abbreviate with like more than, than five things, it's no. Knock it off. Really, like three is, is the maximum that you should be doing. Four I can maybe pass, but three. All the greats have the three, right? NBA, NHL, MLB, WWE, AW. always w, three. Yeah, yeah, it's always three. It's always that's, three.
2: That's why we you became go, the leads.
3: You go more than that. You start You start the, the abbreviating. Oh, it's not good. Did
2: you Leave see a this? thumbs up on the video? Yes. We'll get that. Get it. Get it. Come on. Go. Go. This ain't working. Yeah, You're going to get both. There you go. Nope. There we ah. go. Yeah, leave a thumbs up on the video. Of course, subscribe to us here. If I feel overbooked, our viewership like tanked in the moment we tried to do that. And uh, if you don't need a super chat, any question or comment, get uh, any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. That's what the, that's the saying. It's too early in the morning. I've been up since six and it's game over, man. <laughs> <laughs> Louis,
3: you got to stop.
2: Got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get us
3: in trouble. In <laughs> <laughs> the fences. Can you be like in the fence? I what think... if we were on the fence and then we just didn't go, it's bad if you're a boy, if you're straddling the fence, not good. But like, what if we were on the fence and, you know, we were like, ah, I think this could be good. I think this could be bad. We just didn't pick a side on any topic.
2: The problem is that doesn't drive engagement. We need to be angry and yelly in order to get people watching us. That's what I've learned.
3: Or fun. other side of the fence. That's technically because uh, O and T, you don't, you don't abbreviate. So it would be o- OSF.
2: We can. The thing is, like, there's so many wrestling podcasts and shows. Fair, that, like, yeah, nothing, too many. Yeah, there's nothing original anymore. Like, you can't call it On the Mat because guess what? That definitely exists. When Ella J and I were trying to put together a name for our ill fated audio only podcast, we called it, uh, uh what do we call it? We called it The Run Sheet. And, yes, like, that was the Run Sheet. Yeah, thank you. I forgot my own podcast name. It was a six week thing. Anyway, we uh, we tried we were like trying to find a different name. And that was the closest thing we could get that was like TV related wrestling related kind of like Tim and Joel call it in the ring originally was like, that's way too long. And now just people call it Joel and Kate at eight.
3: I called it that first. I want my
2: trademark. You did. I will give you that. Thank you. Now it's me. Joel and Kate whenever they kind
3: of like get around to it. Maybe once a month, maybe every other week. Who knows? That's that's a pretty long show title name, but that's basically what it is.
2: Joel and Kate, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call us Orange Cassidy. Do, no do
3: people know the story of, of this show name, how it was not supposed to be in the weeds? Because I had another name for it, and you were like, no, I don't like that. And I was like, well, you're lame.
2: Can you refresh my memory? Because I do not remember. I remember how we came about. Doing this particular show, but Do I don't you? remember what the naming. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that because I was sitting on the toilet when it happened. Oh, okay. That's yeah. how you remember most things, right?
3: Fair. Well, let's tell the origin story of In the Weeds here on this show as we try to come up with new names. By the way, this is actually people are like, well, I mean, look, if you listen to our show at this point, you know that the first half hour is never wrestling. This is sort of wrestling related because Vince McMahon is literally no longer in the weeds. He can't do it anymore. He's, you know, he's just uh, got an office job or something. I don't know what he's doing. You know, he's being being Vince McMahon, which isn't a good thing. Um, uh, Not at all. No, no. So that's why we're having this discussion because the joke was, hey, in the weeds, Vince can't do it anymore. We'll be in the weeds. Ha 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 type of thing. But now he's literally not in the weeds anymore. So what are we doing? Um, This show came about because I did the the one show a long time ago earlier this year. I don't know how long it was, uh, where I had, who was on there? Kate was on there. Phil Lindsay was on there. Mike from indeed. I think you popped on, but like, I wanted to do a morning show type of thing. I'd listened to the Dan Patrick show uh, a lot and then driving back and forth a lot this year. Uh, I was always listening to sports talk radio. I wanted to do something like that. Just, have a guest, have other people, you know, have have fun with it. And so I wanted to try to maybe start that up. I didn't want to do it alone because that seemed like a lot of work. Uh, and I already had enough work on my plate. Um, and then Joel tweeted that, hey, I want to do a morning show. Or I wanted to do like more stuff. I was like, all right, it, let's talk
2: I'll interject here. It was my my kid had just started daycare, and I realized we were going to be waking up early every day, and I would have a lot of time on my hands. So I got to shift my schedule, and that's where I was like, "Well, should probably start a morning show," and that's how we started this thing. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. So I I wanted to do it originally, especially after I did that little like pop in show that I did on on the channel. But I again, I knew that was going to be a lot of work to do all this stuff and just me solo. It ain't great. so I, I wanted a, a co-host anyway for it. But I already had the idea sort of fleshed out. The original name of this show before Joel shot it down. You can all blame Joel Pearl for this, by the way. As you can blame him for everything. Was going to be this business. We weren't really going to talk about business or anything. Like, I don't really do any of that. People get mad at us when we talk about ratings for some reason. <laughs> well, like one person gets mad at us. I don't know if anybody does. Um, it's an inside shoot right there baby uh so it was gonna be called this business because i used that a very long time ago and i was gonna bring it back and it's gonna have great t-shirts and stuff and then joel's like i don't like that nope
2: showing marketable that.
3: and i was like joel then come up with a name and of course you have no good ideas joel pearl and so you had no Ideas for a name of this show. I want to go back. I want to see if I can like find some of these names you attempted to pitch, which were all awful.
2: Just go back to April. It would it would have been April. Yeah, I know it would have
3: been April, but we send a lot of DMs to try to set this show up and stuff. So yeah, we like, have, a, we scrolling have the- up it's takes a while.
2: And and, um, and that and that app sucks. It does. It's you just gotta any- pay
3: a dollar for it now.
2: Yeah, that's true. The this business, by the way, we would have spelt it with a Z. <laughs>
3: see look how good this would have been we
2: should have done it mike's got it good job joel that name is boring oh mike who's these dbz mike, mike. Who? dbz mike don't don't time out DBZ. don't he's a i'm not guy. i'm not
3: on the page. i'm going through these dms to try to find the 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 names you pitched um So I'm not even I'm not even looking at the screen right now. The chat could be burying me for all I know.
2: I mean, Luis is trying to get you to bring back the black glove gimmick that you did three years ago.
3: (laughs) That was a good gimmick. (laughs) I don't like have a black glove laying around here anymore. God, that was when I had to do the Smackdown post show. (laughs) Remember, Sean, do people know this story where Sean was like, you got to tone down the sarcasm? (laughs) I mean, that's imagine I, that everybody
2: that's how alex Pulaski got his own show behind the paywall
3: imagine that imagine that everybody sean ross sat messaged me and was like you gotta tone down the sarcasm
2: <laughs> you were just giving him more work because you just know people were texting him just being like is that other guy seriously like yes that
3: how he feels? you were just giving him more work <laughs> that's legitimately what it was though I is know, I believe it. people messaging him and it was like they can't tell if you're serious we got to have like a serious review and i'm like uh really that's what we're doing like i, I gotta do this that's how that sucks like i don't want to i don't want to tone down into sarcasm because like uh uh no that sounds terrible Okay, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I found like the starting point of when this all started. Cause I'm I all right, I i would have to send you uh the we were still doing what was that show we used to do where we put me over and all my great work? Uh Newsworthy. Newsworthy. Yeah.
2: That was a good show that ran for a while, but then took a lot of time to put together. The post production on it was simple, but man, it was time consuming. Was it? no i just did it on friday nights because i was lazy what to say we, we recorded it
3: when did we record we recorded it on friday mornings
2: so. we would do it on friday mornings and then yeah, i yeah. would do the editing that night because i'd have to gather all of the news articles that we had it was it was more just a copy it was having to do the copy and pasting and the copy itself, like the the written word descriptions and all that because i had to like hyperlink everything and just make sure all the links were proper and i kept a note it was just it was a lot of extra work that just wasn't great look how much joel
3: complains everybody everyone remember had this
2: I remember <laughs> how much i do for this channel <laughs> website i don't know I keep
3: busy, <laughs> look at joel always complaining about this stuff right okay i actually can't find i found where i pitched the name in the weeds did we talk on the air about this it might have been an on the air conversation
2: maybe we did maybe we got in a room together and started talking about it and
3: sorry everybody what a wow that got ruined
2: wow you've ruined the season premiere of in the weeds stop calling it that well it's whatever what else, what else you got
3: i'm <laughs> calling it that yeah I, I legitimately can't find where you pitch any show names Maybe that's your contribution to this anyway just nothing so that makes sense
2: that's fair um i just steal some impact wrestling joins us in about 10 minutes so clearly any conversation we were going to have is like just non-existent <laughs>
3: Read the super chat, Joel. I will
2: read the super chat. A very generous one from our pal Throwback. Hope he's doing well. A name should be the point god and the rock star. What's good, guys? Miss you. Life's been sad. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Uh, I really do hope that things get better and that you are doing well. I do hope that. I see some photos of you and the kid nice cute kid so let's uh let's go uh let's let's get to the question with jade floating around between brands do you see her in the brock position where she floats between brands or do you see her winning the royal rumble thank you guys thank you first of all throwback appreciate throwback uh let's uh let's answer so so jade we got a couple minutes and we'll we'll flesh this out maybe a little bit more after our conversation with tasha steels she yeah jade can literally do this to us because we only got a few minutes to talk about it but uh jade showed up at the end of nxt on the tv screen waiting for her uber eats order Mm -mm -mm, where are you and uh we don't know where she's gonna be she's been on raw she's been on smackdown she's been on nxt she got out of the car two weeks ago now she's getting in the building and she's interacting with the talent this is good stuff we talked about it on monday what do you think uh jade showed up on nxt and i still think that deadline is on the horizon for not only her first appearance but maybe her first title win Deadline's until December. You bet. November's coming up fast.
3: I mean, it's only October 18th. It's coming up in however many days it takes to get to November.
2: It'd be about 12 days, 12, 13 days. 12? No. 13 days till November? Oh, is that it? Yeah, buddy. I'm telling you, we're, we're more than halfway through the month of October. <gasps>
3: Oh yeah! Now November first is literally two weeks from today. Okay, so
2: two weeks so from today 14 is fourteen days. Okay, what a discussion <laughs> this is. Yes, um pick it up. We will pick it up once we finish off with uh, with Tasha's deals because I I feel like she's going to pop in any second, and we'll be like waist deep in Jade talk. We'll be in the weeds as they were.
3: There you go, Joel. What are we talking about? Waist deep in gene talk. We're still
2: trying to find a new name for this show. So waist deep is what I got. Waist deep? We're not calling it that. Waist deep in wrestling. But you don't spell it W-A-I-S-T. You spell it (laughs) W-A-S-T-E. No, not it. I guess it's
3: not it. So Okay, so wait. the, The acronym would be... W, yeah, spelled waist <laughs> deep. Yeah, got just it. <laughs> got it. Just got it. W, D, W, D, W, waist deep in wrestling. Cause you don't need the I.
2: You don't need the I. Yeah. Yeah. W, D, I, W. No, W-D-W. no I. W, D, W. It's like WCW, but we actually continue for more than 83 weeks.
3: W, <laughs> W, W, WDW that's that's a. I don't know about that. That's I don't feel like I can say that a lot.
2: The professor WDW where yeah.
3: the where the white guys talk. Look at the adjective. Talk.
2: Welcome to every wrestling podcast out there. Oh god. Oh, just, man, thank God for for other voices in this space cuz I, we would be so lost as humans if there weren't other more diverse people talking about it in the space. Okay. <laughs> oh, God bless. Anyway, uh, we got a couple minutes here. We're, we we really are just killing time because we were like, hey, we'll start with the topic, and then that'll bring us to our interview, and then we just started talking about names.
3: I used to I used to do a do a show or have a segment on a show called Killing Time Between Fights. It was when I covered like MMA. That's all it was. You just kill time between the actual fights and stuff. I think I stole this from Dan Patrick, who said, like, killing time between games. Maybe that's what what what, what we call us, Joel. Killing time between matches. That's the intermission is what we'll, we'll call us.
2: I feel like we need to pitch that to MLW, and maybe they'll pick that up. Or maybe Warrior. They'll they'll bring us on to do a killing time segment.
3: Killing time between matches. Remember, yeah. MLW tried that like insider gimmick that that lasted like one show
2: yes people are still talking about that as if they can get a gig with that and I and I very much approve of the idea of getting a gig trying to talk about wrestling on a wrestling show
3: I have a message court right now I'm like court can we try this can we do this being Joel Pearl we'll be like Stephen A and Skip Bayless just yelling about I don't think Alex Kane has what it take to defeat Jocko Fatu
2: I love that you're trying to pronounce the name.
3: Yeah, that's the that's. The I, know, point. I know, I know.
2: I'm it, I got. I Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I I don't <laughs> think that's gonna work for me, brother. I just don't. Uh, oh, oh, this is the name. Pearl Lamb is perfect. It'll be Edge's favorite podcast.
3: Oh, gosh. I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got myself with that one because of the double meaning.
3: <laughs> I I taught I taught the kid. How to say that doesn't work for me, brother. (laughs) I'm trying, I was trying to get, get, get one of the kids to do a hurricane Rana on me last night. Right. And so they're going for the hurricane Rana or we were, they needed to get ready for, for their little gimmick. They, they got to do at night. And the, the wife is like, come on, we need to go get ready. And the kid goes, we're over here working brother. (laughs) And then. I try, I try to get the kid to go, yeah, thumbs up, everybody. Uh, thumbs up for me teaching my, my, my children uh, wrestling terms. Uh, so we're, we're doing the like Hurricane Rana and stuff. And the wife is like, yeah, so anytime Jeremy wants to beat you up, you just tell him, that doesn't work for me, brother. And I say, yeah, anytime like, we ask you to do anything, just say, that doesn't work for me, brother. So now we're going to ask the kid, like, hey, go clean your room. And they're going to hit us with, that doesn't work for me, brother. This is the worst parenting I've ever done. In my life is teaching the, the children the term that doesn't work for me brother so i've yep. i've my father of the year my stepfather of the year award has been taken after i graciously accepted it earlier in the year by introducing the children and getting them to love the great taylor swift it's now
2: gone yeah but you gotta take him to the movie now
3: i i want to i do the wife graciously said like i'll take them and stuff and i'm like you don't have to do that like i know you're not like the biggest fan in the world uh like i have no problem taking it my my gimmick was i didn't want to go see the movie because i still want to go see the concert so i'm i'm torn but i will take the children to to the movie if they want to go see the movie because you know it's all about the kids at the end of the day right we can be wrestling dads dude all right so here's the thing if i would do this name on one condition one condition only
2: he joins us once a week for a content?
3: No. One condition only. First episode, Christian's got to show up. Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> if we can get Christian on this show, then we'll do the name Wrestling Dads. But then it's only going to stick for one show because Christian's going to kill the show. So
2: <laughs> We're going to have to rebrand just for one episode for Christian. Yeah, and that's yeah. fine. I would do it for him. Just him, though. There's no one else.
3: If Uh, Christian Cage was to show up, it didn't have to be a long segment. I just need need like a minute with Christian. Heard you guys were the wrestling dads. And then he, that's really all I care about that he says. I don't even need a promo or anything. Just showing up. Heard you guys were the wrestling dads. And that's it. And we'll be the wrestling dads. But we got to have Christian for this. That's the only way we're doing this.
2: Yeah. Someone will get us a cameo from Christian where he says a lot more, but we'll just take the part where he says, I heard you were the wrestling dads. And then we just just hard cut and be like, there it is. Christian has christened us the wrestling dads. Do we need
3: a comma? I'm terrible with uh, this wrestling, comma dads. (laughs)
2: Let's let's really confuse people. We can be the wrestling dads. who talk about wrestling while we were also wrestling dads. We'll just wrestle dads.
3: That doesn't sound sanitary.
2: I mean one would assume we wash our hands beforehand
3: oh okay fair we can do that
2: i think so anyway (laughs) this is we we've spent a half an hour trying to rebrand our show so clearly we are ready for whatever conversations we're about to have if our guest is ready she can give us a thumbs up
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call
2: 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Let's rock and roll. This Saturday, October 21st, live from Cicero Stadium. It's sold out in Chicago it's Impact Bound for Glory. Joining us now, the one and only Tasha Steeles. Good morning.
4: What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys?
2: We're well. How are you?
4: I'm chilling, you know. Um, getting ready for Saturday, bound for glory. Big, big, big things go on. Okay, for Team Adams, myself, Deanna Perrazzo. We're looking to take some tag team goals. Okay. Wanna bring it back to back to Jersey.
2: Well, let's talk about that. So yourself and Diana Prazo going to take on MK Ultra, the team of Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich. They're the Knockouts Tag Team Champions. You're calling yourselves Team Adams. What? How, how do we get to the name Team Adams for Tasha Steeles and Deanna Prazo
4: Well, Team Adams. Team Adams is is the beginning. That's where we started. That's where we it all started in uh, Team Adams Academy in Wharton, New Jersey. You know, um, Damian Adams, the head trainer, the best best trainer in the world to me. Um, and that's where we started. We, it's it's been since like 2015 for me when I first met Diana and Damian and where I first started training. And ever since then we've trained together, we've traveled together, we broke bread together. Um, we've done some crazy things, you know, stories I can't tell. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just been a long journey for the both of us and we've been doing it together. Um, which is uh, a good thing. And, um, you know, she's one of my one of my best friends. And um, to have this tag match and this tag title match with her, it's it's definitely a dream come true. Um, I have won the title with one of my closest friends and to this Saturday win the title with not only one of my training buddies, but one of my other closest friends. It's it's just just a big thing for me. So, um, yeah, team is just in the beginning. Um, so, it's just been embedded in us since 2015.
3: You you mentioned teaming with uh, one of your close friends, Kiera Hogan, Diana Perrazzo, mm-hmm. uh, another former Knockouts tag team champion. She won it with one of her close friends, Chelsea Green. What is it like, kind of teaming with your close friend, and the difference between teaming with someone like Kiera and with someone like Diana?
4: Um. Well, with Diana, Diana knows me a lot more than Kiera does um, because. Of course, Deanna helped train me. So she knows my strengths. She knows my weaknesses. She knows how I am in the ring. And we have the most amazing chemistry together. Um, and we know just how each other is thinking without even saying it, you know. And I was kind of the same thing with Kiera and I. Kiera and I, we we can show up to pay-per-views and tapings. And we wouldn't even have to talk about it. We wouldn't have to say anything. We wouldn't even have to text or call each other like everything would just be on point from our outfits to our entrance to everything like everything will be on point for us and um I think that's why we were, like with were the most entertaining in the, during the pandemic time like it was just it was us too just being out there being the most entertaining but um the greatest thing about tagging with you know someone that you're very close with someone a close friend is is the fact that You two do know each other in and out of the ring. You know, you know each other personally, you know each other professionally and you know how each other works. So you sometimes one of us is not together and the other person got to get them together, you know, and vice versa. So um, that's just one of the greatest things um, working with the both of these ladies. They both know me. Um, Deanna knows me 10 times more um, than Kier does. But still, it's me teaming with both of my closest friends and I, I can't ask for anything much.
2: You talked about uh, working hard during the pandemic times. I would be remiss as someone who covers impact for the website. Uh, I have to ask about the undead realm and your experiences <laughs> within it. Because I, listen, for better or worse, the undead realm always gets people talking. So I need I need your unbiased opinion on your experiences in the undead realm.
4: Well, you don't want to go there. Okay. So <laughs> I kind of, I didn't fully have the full experience in the undead realm. You got to talk to Kiera about that. She's been there, I think. Way too many times, um, but she's able to get out. So I kind of had a little sneak peek into the undead realm, but you know, I ended up getting out before I got too deep in. So, um, but one thing is you don't want to go there. That's just, it doesn't matter how tough you are, how strong you are. You just don't want to go there. Just don't, don't do it. Don't go there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you, you took a little time off from, from impact earlier this year. What what was what was the time off like, and then coming back? How did you feel uh, getting back into the into the mix with everything?
4: Well, you know, I had to up the flavor, so you know, I had to I had to get in had to get in the kitchen and just start cooking a little bit more. You know, I felt like the flavor I was given it was just a little bit, but you know, I had to add some seasoning to it. I had to you know get the right ingredients and all that in. You know, so um, once I fully develop everything of the flavor that I am. I said, you know what? It's time to return. And what better way than Impact 1000, celebrating 1,000 episodes, celebrating the history of the knockouts. Of course, you had to have flavor in there. So boom, there I was. Surprise.
2: (laughs) I I know a chef's not supposed to give away the secrets, but I got to ask
4: don't well,
2: ask. I, I got I got. To, okay, go ahead and I ask.
4: ask. Go ahead and
2: ask. Can, 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 what, what was some of the flavors we're working with? What are, we, what are we up in the game with? Because I'll be honest, I've followed you. I've, I've heard that answer from you before. So I got I to gotta pull a little bit more out if I can. What was the flavor? What were we getting from the kitchen over the last five months between March and September?
4: See, if I tell you that I have to hurt you, and I don't want to hurt you. I think you're a really great guy. So I don't want to hurt you if I tell you you. The chef is not supposed to give away the secret sauce. So if I give away the secret sauce, then everybody knows how Flava works. So I cannot tell how Flava is.
3: Okay. I disagree right there, Tasha. <laughs> Joel Pearl is a terrible person, and you should want to hurt him for asking these kind of questions. Do you know how many people in Impact want to beat him up? We, oh, you, you are, yes, there's a lot. There is a lot. So we can add your name to a prestigious list that actually includes the Perrazzo. And her husband Steve Macklin. Yeah. So wait
4: a, minute. wait a minute. So you you Diana and Steve have you on the list. So you want to get beat by three Jersey people? Do you oh, know it's... the anger that we kind of have when we fight out there? Like it's it's a lot. Like we we have a lot of aggression. It's it's more than ruthless. Okay, we have a lot of aggression <laughs> when we go out there and we fight. I don't think you want to get beat up by three Jersey people. Okay, two is two is the worst. But three, you you might as well just call it quits.
2: Hey man, my sister lives in Jersey. Her or her so husband? You, they, got, they got kids. They 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 can take you down. Okay. So not, you know I'm,
4: how a Jersey person is. So why was, you <laughs> gotta work your way to get off our list? Okay. Everybody else, I don't know, but Steve, Deanna, and I, you've got to work to get off our list because that's that's not good at all. That's not good at all.
2: All right. Well, there's another list that's going around, and that is the Knockouts World Championship match at Bound for Glory. Trinity, Mickey James, someone that you have a lot of experience with. I want your thoughts on the match between Trinity and Mickey James, and also, you know, you've 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 defeated Mickey James before, but not Trinity. So let's get let's get your thoughts on the record. Trinity and Mickey James, and what's coming for Tasha
4: you're right you're right i have not defeated trinity as in fact i haven't even been in the ring with trinity and i am looking forward to that you know whether it's title or not um i definitely would love to make some magic with with Trent and i um but you know aside from that mickey james versus trinity i think uh besides that knockouts tag title is going to be match of the night um because i i believe this is a long time coming for both ladies And um, I think they've been wanting to get in the ring with each other for a very long time and they finally get the chance to and it's for the Knockouts world championship. So um, definitely am looking forward to that match. Um, I I can't wait to see these two tear it up. Um, They're definitely going to I know they have great chemistry in the ring, so I I know they're going to just tear it up out there. you know, I would give Trinity the cheat code to defeat in Mickey James, but I just like to keep that all to myself. I don't like to no, nah, I'm not gonna give that away. So I want her to try and figure that out on her own if she can defeat the legendary Mickey James. Because there's only one greatest that beat the greatest, and that's Tasha Steele.
3: I wanna go back to I apologize, this is a bad memory, but Impact Slamiversary 2020. Um yeah, 2020. 2022, sorry. Uh Queen of the Mountain match. This is where you unfortunately lost the Knockouts Championship. But what was it like competing in that match? And I know uh, you and uh, I believe Jordan Grace, really everybody was pushing for the the Queen of the Mountain match to finally be part of this in the Knockouts Division. So what was that experience like in that match and then getting that on the pay-per-view?
4: Well, I didn't push for it because this was a disadvantage to the champ. Okay, I didn't push for this at all. Like I didn't want this at all. I wanted to know... Who came up with this and why did I have to get in it? It could have been a number one contenders queen of the mountain match. It didn't have to be me in it, but whatever. Um, no, it was it was a great experience. I love First Evers. I love to be a part of First Evers. Um, that's, that's history making, you know, and I call myself the history maker. And um, us girls, we just, we went out there not having a clue about this match. Like we, you know, we've never, none of us has never been in it before. Um, there's been a king of the mountain, but there's never been a queen of the mountain. So we're still trying to figure out what the heck this match is. But, you know, we made it work. Um, unfortunately, I did lose, um, you know, not fair or square at all. I did not know. But um, at the end of the day, I, I'm still looking for my, my get back on that title. So it doesn't matter who is going to be champion, whether it's Trinity, whether it's Mickey James, whether it's Jordan Grace, Diana herself, I, it doesn't matter who's going to be champion later down the line. When Flavor's ready to take that back and own what's hers, I'm going to take it.
2: There's a, uh, a promotion out there that's um, synonymous with Impact Wrestling. It's called IPWF. Have you heard of it, Tasha?
4: Um, it sounds familiar. I think I've seen a couple episodes. Go on.
2: I, I'm hearing that they're going to be uh, they're going to be in Toronto in about a month. They're going to be doing some uh, some 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 work. And there's really? someone. Her name is Tina Tiki. She looks she looks an awful lot like you. Actually, I don't what? know if, you, if you've seen that.
4: Tina Tiki. Who is that? Is she trying to look like me? She trying to have all this flavor? She can't have. You better tell her. She better. Where's she from? <laughs> I
2: from from what I get, she's part of a tag team called Volcanic Activity. Her and uh, so her. Lucy like- Lua.
4: So we're like from there, like from Hawaii or something I like guess that. oh so. yeah. Okay, all right. Somebody need to tell her she cannot have any. I mean, not even a slew of all this flavor. Okay, so whoever this Tina Tiki is, she better fall back. I'm. I, that's on period.
2: You're gonna be keeping an eye out and maybe trying to see if uh, the stars of IPWF are. Uh...
4: I mean, if I hear about this Tina Tiki, then I'm gonna have to show up to Toronto and let her know what's up because uh, there's only one flavor gang leader, and that's Tasha Steel. There ain't no. T- Tina Tiki. What is that? <laughs> Tina Tiki? What is a Tina Tiki?
2: Gonna have to ask her, I guess.
3: <laughs> it's a good name. We'll I see. I honestly like it. Tina Tiki though. It is a good name.
4: Yeah. If she looks like <laughs> me then no. But we'll have to see. If, if she shows up in Toronto, somebody give me a call. I'm only a flight away. It only takes about an hour from where I am, so I'll just get there and and show up and show out to her real quick. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, you, you competed in the, the knockouts, uh, the queen of the mountain match. You've also competed in the ultimate X match. What was, what was that experience like being part of old, of knockouts, ultimate X?
4: Oh man. That was amazing that I pushed for that. I think, I believe Jordan, Grace and I pushed for that one. That wasn't even, I don't think it was supposed to happen. And us girls, we just kept pushing for it and pushed for it. Like we said, we love first ever. If the guys can do it, so can we um and we show it every single time so um when we finally did get this match we were just like hella excited um and then when like the setup happened and I looked up I was like oh shoot I might fall like 15 feet from here this is not gonna be good (laughs) I mean the guys they're like what six feet tall or so so it's like when them hitting the ground they can land on their feet but you know, I'm five, three, so I'm way shorter. So it's just the impact is going to be worse, <laughs> but nonetheless, I'm the Boricua badass. So, you know, there's just nothing I can handle. Um, but it was just a great experience doing this and being able to, um, win it and be the first ever knockout ultimate X winner. And if there is not another ultimate X, which I believe it should be, Um, but I am happy to say I can go down in history books as the first ever and maybe possibly the only so, but it was fun. Um, the falling part hurt like hell. Um, but it was a lot of fun.
2: Shifting back to uh, bound for glory and your knockouts tag title match, someone that you have been in the ring with is Killer Kelly. You've had a series of matches with her. What did you learn from your first encounters with Killer Kelly and what's going to change this time because Masha Slamovich is also a completely different breed of wrestler as well going against yourself and Diana Prazo?
4: Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh Diana has been in a ring with Masha. I have been in a ring with Killer Kelly and the both of them you know switching out they haven't masha hasn't been in the ring with me and killer kelly hasn't been in the ring with diana so diana and i can we could just talk about you know how these two work and that's just you know i don't want to give away strategy wise but you know it's just a little something we can talk about you know how she has defeated masha before i have defeated killer kelly the first time of me facing Killer Kelly, yes, I kind of underestimated her because she's walking into the flavor division. Who are you? And you did not check in with the OG. Um, so I kind of underestimated her a little bit, you know, And but eventually I got her number and, um, and I beat her. So now going into this tag match with, I say, Team Adams have the upper advantage right now because Masha has never defeated Deanna and Killer Kelly has just took this loss from me. So, you know, I say we have the, you know, upper advantage of defeating them for the tag but we're not going to underestimate them. You know, they are a little bit crazy when they're in the ring and they have their little style that they do. But, you know, we know how to maneuver around that and defeat them.
3: I want to ask about the growth of Diana because we we've seen her from when she first started to, to all the way now and becoming the virtuosa and mm-hmm. you know she went through a lot of ups and downs throughout her career but you mentioned you she she trained you. Uh mm-hmm. so just the overall growth of Diana and what you've seen in her from when you first started in working with her to now to where she I mean I don't, I don't think it's uh, a stretch to say she's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world.
4: No, you you hit that right on the money. To me, she is one of the best technical women's wrestlers in the world. I have not seen anyone with a style, um, like Diana that is so fluent, um, and can just transition just like that in anything. Um, if there's anybody that's seen her growth over the years, you know, of course, besides, you know, her other two best friends, it's, it's me, you know, because I've been with her since the beginning and, and I've traveled with her and trained with her. Um, she has just been just an amazing person and she just, she doesn't she doesn't let things get to her too much um she knows how to just step back and analyze things and she knows how to just overcome you know she's very resilient and um that's what i love about her and it's very motivational for someone like me and you know times if i'm down i know how to look to her and call her and you know find out like what to do and how to get better and um, and also, we call our trainer Damian Adams every single time. Like we send him our matches. Like, all right, we messed up here. Like, what can we do to get better here? And he, you know, he just talks to us and let us know. Like, all right, maybe if you do things this way instead of this way, and we just we just figure things out from there. But her growth has just been amazing. Um, I think she's she's definitely had those ups and downs. Um, and but she didn't, like I said, never let it get to her too much because look at her now. You know, she's been knockout of the year several times. Um, she came into impact and she's won the Knockouts world championship. Um, I believe she's what? Three times knockout three time. world champion, three times one knockout world champion and, and soon to be two time knockout world tag champion. Um, so it's just a list of things that, what can she do? She can do it all basically. And she's traveled the world. She's wrestled the best of the best and um, it's only up from here from her for her and i can't and i'm happy to be a part of the ride with her
2: got one last for you and then we'll let you go a lot of new knockouts have come and gone throughout uh, your time here in impact of the new breed the new knockouts that are coming in name one singles match you want one tag team match you want
4: well i want that match with trinity for one (laughs) of course um definitely i would love besides the match with mk ultra um let's see a tag match. You know, I always I always said this and I don't it's not going to happen, you guys, because somebody's a hater, but everyone wants to see hardcore flavor myself and Mickey James tag, but you know, somebody is just not wanting to let that happen. We're not going to say any name <coughs> Mickey James. But I would love to see us tag at least one time, you know, um before it, it's all over for the both of us. But, yeah, definitely anybody versus Hardcore flavor, and, of course, myself versus Trent.
2: Well, there you go. You can catch Impact Bound for Glory this Saturday, October 21st, live from Cicero Stadium. It's sold out in Chicago. And then you can also catch the next night. There's going to be the fallout from Bound for Glory at Cicero Stadium, Sunday, October 22nd. Tasha Steeles, Diana Perrazzo are taking on MK Ultra for the Knockouts Tag Team Titles Very excited for that match tasha steals thank you so much for joining us this morning anything else you want to plug
4: um of course you know you have to follow your girl if you haven't already if you want to get all this flavor at real t steals on instagram and twitter or is it x now we say x we don't say still twitter still twitter Twitter? okay all right i tweet i i say i tweet (laughs) but yeah uh follow your girl at real t steals um yes please tune in fight tv 8 p.m saturday night because we are sold out we sold that mother effort
3: <laughs> you can say it you're fine we're way past the we're way past you know
4: I'm, I'm trying to calm down on my curse words because they said i'm like a little sailor so uh, you know I gotta that around
3: down here just
4: a, bit. just a little bit it's 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 felt like 10 something in the morning so i have to at least give it some time i i wait now until like the very beginning of the afternoon so once the clock strikes 12 in the afternoon oh you believe me i'm letting it fly it's 12
3: o'clock <laughs> somewhere. It's 12 o'clock.
4: It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> 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 well shit then. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <There> we <go. laughs> Thank you, much. Tasha. Thank you, Thank, Thank you so much. So much.
2: Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, the one and only Tasha Steals folks That was uh so much fun. Really, really appreciate uh, Impact Wrestling and uh and Tasha for joining us this morning. Good stuff, good stuff, Jeremy.
3: I appreciate that another person from Impact wants to beat you up, Joel Pearl. Every
2: single time, I swear to God. Ah, I don't deserve You do
3: this to yourself. You know that. You you were even like you set yourself up there. You were like I got to ask. I got to press on this and she's like don't do it. Don't do it. and then you did it anyway. And I'm like, "Oh, she's friends with Deanna?" Who is obviously married to Macklin? They already don't like
2: you, Joel. What are you let, doing? Let them share notes. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> what are you doing, Joel? You doing? Um, <laughs> shout yeah. out
3: Tasha Steeles. That was fantastic. She was uh she was great, very fun talking to her. And everybody can check uh yeah, check out Impact Bound for Glory on Saturday. Um, it is it is sold out, it'll be on fight. You can order the pay-per-view, we'll have plenty of coverage here on Fightful.com
2: as well, including a post show. Apparently. We will have a post show. Main channel myself, Steven Jensen, who hosts the Weekender podcast on Fightful Select and the Spotlight with Jeremy Lambert every Thursday morning over on YouTube.com slash Fightful. And of course, Cresta Starr Star if she decides to come to work this week. I'm, on Saturday. She'll be with me on Thursday, but I don't know about Saturday. She might do the Collision show, but in her heart she- of hearts, she knows that the Impact Bound for Glory post show will be the show to cover. She should go Rick Rude and show up on both shows like I did
3: last week on the NXT and AEW post shows. But then Mansoor comes in here and he gets all the glory. I'm over here pulling Rick Rude's, and then Mansoor comes in here. One creates work for me, which I don't appreciate that he does. And then every that's all anybody can talk about is all. Oh, did you see Mansoor on the on the post show? Did you see did you see him on the post show? I was like, who cares about him? I was on both of them at the same time. Oh, it's Rick Root up in here. No one just, man, sore. I got a heat with this guy, Joel. I got a lot of heat with him.
2: I feel like we should have him on our show and see if he can, you know, keep up with us.
3: Why, so why he, is he, how's he keeping up with us?
2: I don't know. We're, we had a good conversation just now. So that helps. What? I don't Are know. you okay, Joel? I haven't been okay in a long time. Fair. Yeah. Fair.
3: Do you need, do you want to talk about it?
2: No, no, I'm good. Let's uh, right. let, let's let's circle back to these super chats. Throwback had thrown us a super chat earlier when well, we kind of started talking about it. Uh, <clears throat> with Jade, he first asked the Brock position, aka uh, floating between brands, according to him. And then, do we see Jade Cargill winning the rumble? So, like I said earlier, she's been on all three shows: NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. She showed up on NXT last night, waiting for her Doordash uh, to show up, but she's you know doing the Judge Judy. And uh, we don't know where Jade Cargill is going to land. Where do you see her landing, Jeremy Lambert? And on top of that, do you see her winning the Royal Rumble this year? It's a very early prediction.
3: I think she's going to be on Raw. That's my first thought. I don't think she's going to win the Rumble. Um, kind of think Becky wins that to set up the RIA match. That's my initial thoughts on things. Here's what I'm doing with Jade, though. You got GMs now, right? You, you got GMs. You got Adam Pearce on Raw. You got Nick Aldis on SmackDown. There's no, I guess, NXT GM. Is it Sean? He's on screen. Cody, by the way, fumbled this one-night GM thing. He should have signed her. What are we doing, Cody?
2: He has all the the opportunity, too. He knows her. He brought her in. Yeah. Your big
3: last-minute decision was to put Trick Williams in the match, and then he got beat up, so he wasn't even in the match. Um, But Cody fumbled it on here uh he should have signed her as his last big thing as the gm my point is you got gms now they should be and they're kind of doing this a little bit but I, I want them to go a little bit more on it they should be courting her be like here's here's the offer right here you got your two-year deal player option on the third year 1.5 mil a year then people, you can't use like real numbers and stuff because then you know
0: people then, get weird
3: yeah yeah but then the women should be jealous. Charlotte should be coming up there, but like, wait, she's getting 1.5 a year. She improved nothing. I'm not getting that. Then we could get some real, like, uh, real like NBA drama going. Of, like, why is this person making so much on this sh- on this show here? So, co- but co- one, Cody dropped the ball. Two, I do think that that uh, they should have the GMs kind of, kind of, um, kind of courting her, trying to make these contract offers here. That's just my thought on it. I think all this in Pierce should be tossing numbers, tossing perks that creates automatic storylines too, because then you got, you know, whoever, whether it be Charlotte, whether it be someone lower on the card, Natalia, Natalia is an easy first opponent, right? Everybody beats Natalia. Shout out to Natalia. She rules. Um, but Natalia is like, why is she getting all this? I've been here 16 years. Ain't offering me no first class flights or anything. Ain't offering me, my cats, no place to stay that's got to stay at the home they can't go on the road with me i i want the i want the big free agent courting
2: i also don't want i want jade to sign sign quote unquote somewhere be exclusive to one brand because the free agent thing just kind of it's reserved for john cena it's reserved for people who who really 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 know that talent and this isn't a knock on jade just she's not it's just just like nick aldis people were like oh my god it's gonna you know nick aldis is gonna debut well guess what nick aldis debuted and people were like why is drake what happened to drake maverick he he got swole and grew a bunch of inches people don't all know who jade is and that's fine they're going to get to know her by putting her on a brand and building her as a centerpiece star they're doing a good job right now i don't want necessarily to see her on as a free agent because she's not quote unquote big enough for that i think people understand what i mean when i say that so instead i would rather have her sign exclusively to one feels like feels like they're gonna do nxt but maybe that's just recency bias and the reason for that being obviously she learns and grows with the talent she has the eyes on her and also i go back to the rights fees they're still working on a deal nothing's been established nothing's been announced nothing's nothing's happened yet jade on nxt for a short amount of time until that rights fee is negotiated and then they'll move her to raw because they're negotiating both shows together so again the the transfer of talent continues and nobody gets upset about the money exchange
3: i think she should be exclusive to one brand but i want the big cour- courting process they're i already, agree yes they're, they're already doing it she's already on all these shows i want them to up it a little bit they did this with with who like batista I think that was when they he won after he won the rumble and they're trying to figure out what contract he was going to sign. Uh, they've done this with like the free agent signing thing before, but that's that's the point of having these GMs, right? So you can do stories like this. So you can do so. I want to get into get kind of get into that a little bit. We saw because I, I know the thumbnail has uh, Judgment Day winning. We saw Judgment Day win the tag team titles. Right? How they win? Jimmy Uso comes out, interferes, kicks Jade. Uh, Kicks J, not Jade. Uh, Kicks J helps win the titles. All right, fine. We'll talk about the, the tag team title victory a little bit more. But this is the point of the GMs, right? Why is Jimmy just randomly allowed to be on this show? Shouldn't Adam Pierce be like, why is this SmackDown dude just showing up on my show? What are we doing here, all this? And then explain it of like there's a fine or something for having this talent appear. Paul Heyman can pay the fine. Roman can pay the fine. Like Roman's happy that Jimmy did this because, you know, he he ran the play that Roman, I assume, called uh hot route. Like he's happy that he did it, but there's got to be some type of repercussion for it. That is the point of having these GMs. If people are still just going to go back and forth, the GMs are stupid. The GMs are pointless at that point. I want some type of repercussion from Jimmy. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Again, just make it a fine, but at least give like at least make it make sense of there, so I just don't have people coming in and out of show and then you're trying to tell me that these people are brand exclusive type of thing.
2: So I agree with you. And we'll see on Friday if Nick Aldis does a thing where he's like, you showed up on, on Raw. You weren't supposed to be there. This is not your show. I'm fining you. And then maybe Roman takes exception or whatever. Like, as long as there's some sort of tie up, some something that, that ties it together and, you know, put, put some sort of like, bow on the crossing of streams then we'll be good but it's going to take some time again i think as we lead into the survivor series talk and that won't come until after crown jewel which is still three weeks away two weeks three weeks two weeks away three two and a half weeks away Um, because of that i think we'll still see people crossing over because wwe loves to do that we're locking down everybody in the name of brand supremacy until like the last two weeks when the invasion angles happen yeah yeah it's happening just... it's happening get security get security god bless me. uh, so, somebody mentioned it was ria
3: she made a call i mean that that's fine if like ria made the call but there's still got to be like some type of repercussion for it, it can't just be hey make a call show up like i remember paul heyman they did the visitor pass gimmick i don't now that you have gms that's the point of what these gms should be here for Right. That that is what they should be here for. Otherwise, they're just they are just authority figures floating in the wind, which that's what Adam Pierce was doing anyway. If you're going to put these people on screen and you're going to give them authority and you're going to make them kind of a centerpiece of a show and I understand they're not in every segment or anything, but they are there. We know them. We know their roles. We know their titles and all this stuff. Have them be useful in this sense. And maybe this is my sports brain. I think of GMs. I think of sports and, oh, you make trades, you make free agent signings. You, you do got to pay a fine for like tampering and everything. You lose draft picks for tampering. Like this is, this is stuff that should happen. If you're going to, if you're going to announce these GMs out there and it could be a simple thing. Like you said, they go backstage and all this is like, Hey, you showed up. I got to find you. And it didn't have to be that all this. does not even have to like put it on there. It could be Pierce being like, Hey, your guy showed up and all this is like, yeah, I know. Like, you know, Heyman's already paid the fine. That's it. Quick line. Paul Heyman already paid the fine for him showing up. That at least tells you. Oh, guy on SmackDown showed up on Raw. Somebody had to pay fine for that. Guy on Raw wants to show up on SmackDown. You're gonna get fined for that. Hey, and, and, and hey, if they're willing to pay this money, pay the fine. Cool. Not everybody's got Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns money. So pick and choose your spots.
2: We'll go back to uh, tag teams in a sec. I just wanted to I wanted to circle back on the Jade conversation because there was talk about rumble. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts. I don't think Jade should win the Royal rumble. I don't, I, I think there is a better story for Jade Cargill having the person who throws her over the ropes being the person that she potentially feuds with. You could have her do an elimination chamber, but I honestly, I would rather Becky win the elimination chamber. I don't know who wins the rumble. We haven't done, I we haven't done Charlotte, have we? we still have
3: charlotte winning the rumble
2: winning the rumble twice i gotta remember this whole thing there's a whole anyway the the point is it it could be charlotte could be bianca could be bianca belair coming back but either way there's uh i don't see jade winning the rumble and contrary to what jeremy was thinking i don't see uh becky winning the rumble i see becky maybe winning an elimination chamber match because becky's whole character from the get-go has been you know, fighting underdog type of thing, at least on main roster. So her winning the elimination chamber, maybe from the beginning point, or at least just being in the chamber creates a different, uh, a different story for her. That's where I'm at.
3: Okay. You know, we've got a few months to see how this plays out. A lot of things can change in a few months.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're running a fatal five way crown jewel. So Rhea Ripley might not even have that title by the time.
3: Rhea is keeping that belt up until mania. I I, I, I don't see her losing that title.
2: She's she going to stack them and smash them? Oh, I hope so. That hope be, she pins
3: uh, all five of them. That'd be yes. great. Or four of them, I guess. Uh, that'd be great if she just did
2: that. That'd be room. great. And then she can go to Roman and just be like, you did two, I did four. And then <laughs> we lead to Roman versus Rhea at WrestleMania. That's the story I want to finish.
3: Roman and Rhea. I'm cool with if uh, Rhea wins all the belts. She rolls. She's great. And no yes. issues with Ria.
2: Throwback also sent us a super chat saying another good one would be Music Genius and the God of Media. I don't know. I haven't been a music guy in a while. M- my bases are behind me, but I've been—I uh, haven't been playing lately. So I don't know. Are you the God of Media?
3: I don't think so. I don't like media. I I would prefer to be out of media. <laughs> <laughs> prefer to be off of media if possible.
2: Uh, daily occurrence in my life is thinking about how great my life would be without social media. In yeah. It. I take, that's I take so many photos of my kid, but I do not post that shit on social media. I you could probably just send them to my wife. I do uh, too. I just, in pictures. They they go to one of two places. They go to my, my immediate family, which includes my wife, or they go to like a shared lockdown drive, not Google or anything, but like a shared lockdown photo album. I, I I, my life is boring, okay? My life is, is basically this and my kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: you can keep sending the the baby pictures to the wife because then she
2: that's true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, Joel, she's like, baby,
3: she's like, I'm like, yeah, and she's like, you wanna? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the baby pictures.
2: He's he's, he's at that point where I don't think anyone really wants him. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting to that age, he's getting to the mind stages, and I'm encouraging it in the worst possible ways. (laughs) <laughs> where he'll start saying mine and i'll be like no mine mine <laughs> and he'll start like fighting yeah,
3: fight your kid yeah,
2: he's trying yeah. to fight me oh god he's, he's a cute kid he um i, I will tell the story real quick um we have a routine with him for like for a lot of things R- routine your kids by the way it, it, it it's amazing so he was tired last night to the point where he got his own ass out of bed out of our bed where we do like the post bath like getting ready and like he he took himself off of our bed walked his own ass to the bathroom and got up looking for his toothbrush to go brush his teeth because he knows that step before going to bed (laughs) Uh oh kid was just done with his day he's like we're done let's go (laughs) very fair honestly he's 18 months so clearly we're doing something okay anyway uh louis like is the vodka working that was always
3: my suggestion
2: yeah that works really well for me after he goes down (laughs) (laughs) got myself into a coughing fit that's how clearly clearly joel trying to kick whatever's in my system yeah anyway uh do we want to keep talking about the 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 tag team title stuff or do we want to move on to a different topic did
3: did we have another super chat
2: we we do and that's to move on to a different topic if we so choose
3: oh we can talk about the the tag team title stuff since, since i brought it up my only thing was like i want repercussions for jimmy as far as judgment day Getting the belts back, uh sure. Sure. I, I like Jay and, and Cody as a team. Now I do think so. I like the Sammy promo to to start the show. And he's like, you know, I lost Kevin, and I know it's like Jay's fault. It's not like Jay's fault. Now why why are we putting the blame on Jay? Why are we putting the blame on on Cody? Because Adam Kobe Pierce
2: is his political Jedi mind tricks. Oh,
3: no, Adam Pierce was the person who made this trade. Adam Pearce signed off on this trade. This is this is what they do, right? When they they release all these wrestlers, they're like Vince loved me, you know. Must have been
2: somebody else who got. Uh, me. Hold on, this so that narrative has changed. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. seen this. The new narrative, by the way, is my character was the most dropped ball in WWE <laughs> history. That has become the new Vince loved me, even though he fired me line. And I, but, I, 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 please, Wrestler X, if you've been released, stop saying that. I'm glad that you take care and you. Who said that beside Tino Sabatelli? Uh, let's face it, Boogs basically, I know he said it was Vince, but like it does come down to the character. But Sav- Savvy was the first one to really put it out there. Riddick Moss, I'm sure, would say it. I see Boogs. you, like
3: Boogs said that, you know, Vince, Vince being gone hurt yeah. him. Urgent. Same with uh, same with Mansoor and Mace. They both said like we were the most like Vince characters ever, and then once he was gone, like you know that was it because Vince wanted to do a male model gimmick, and once that was in, that was the end of it for them. So it's still like the Vince love me
2: type of thing. Savvy, savvy. We gotta talk. What was no. your character, Tino Sabatelli? <laughs> your character was that your Tino Sabatelli. You know what your character should have been? Your character should have been, like, the guy who leaks everything. You should have been NXT Anonymous just to get back at whoever was complaining that you were the one who leaked everything. Savvy, Savvy. You had, it had wheels.
3: I didn't realize he was, like, a second-round pick in the NFL draft. Like, dude's athletic background is super legit you hear all these like football players who now are in wrestling there's a lot of them no one was like a second round pick though a lot of these guys are just kind of like ah we were on the practice team or maybe undrafted maybe a late late pick or something like second round pick that's pretty nuts they they probably could have done a little bit more like they they in ring work and all the character and stuff whatever but like probably maybe should have gotten a little bit more just off of the background alone.
2: I guess, I don't know. That's that's the problem with with wrestling in the WWE environment is that you can be the most athletic, gifted in the ring guy ever, but it doesn't really matter if your character doesn't click. That's actually that's not even a WWE thing. That's honestly that is that's a wrestling, wrestling thing. Yeah. That's just wrestling. Like you can be the most gifted gifted wrestler, but <laughs> if you don't have a character that clicks and gets people invested, it it doesn't hit the same.
3: I'm not saying he dropped the ball with Tino Sabatelli. Uh, the man was barely on television. Like he did the gimmick with Riddick Moss and then like, otherwise he wasn't around too much. You know, he's telling the story of you know, FTR told me like when I walk out, they just like boo me and they never heard a reaction like that for just somebody who's never on television. They just hated the man. Cause he looked good, which fair. Um, could they have done more with it maybe but you could say they could do more with all these people like honestly i wasn't there at the performance center every day watching him work i don't know he didn't have these super long matches to where i could judge him and i'm gonna be honest i don't remember a tino sabatelli match you be like oh yeah he was great in this match he was bad in this match like i don't remember any of his matches I, they saw him every day they saw him at the live events It just work just wasn't Good enough. His promo skills wasn't good enough, but just the background alone, it does feel like they could have given him. They give all these guys something. They could have maybe given him something to where it's like this dude could have come out here just bragged about how you know great he was at football and just how great he looks and everything. It's a pretty generic gimmick, but could pull it off potentially.
2: I'm looking at his cage match now.
3: Oh, good luck.
2: Well, no, like he had the match on dark. But then before that, it was like, yeah, March 7th, 2020, Rick Boogs defeats Tino Savatelli.
3: Well, yeah, the match on Dark, and then he didn't last long because he's leaking the stuff, according to Jericho. According to Chris Jericho.
2: Allegedly. It's okay. We can talk about Jericho likes to leak other stuff. But like, this is a whole, yeah, He he had an NXT title match at a house show. Again, he worked live events and
3: stuff. So yeah. that's where you were going to see him and everything. I never saw those. They don't put those on tape or anything like that. So I don't know. How do we get on the topic of Tino, them dropping the ball with Tino Sabatelli? Like I don't know. I what, what had happened? Oh, here? I, I thought we were talking about judgment day. Any, okay. So Tino here, to,
2: joining the judgment day.
3: Let me bring this all back around because my initial point was everybody's mad at the wrong people here. You're mad at Jay. You're mad at Cody. Be mad at Adam Pierce. He's the one who made the trade. He did not have to trade Kevin Owens. He could have traded future draft picks. He he could have traded uh, Imperium. You know, he could have traded Kaiser and Vinci for, for Jay. Two for one deal. It didn't have to be Kevin Owens. Adam Pierce is who you should blame in this. Samuel.
2: Samuel Zane?
3: Yeah, Samuel Zane. Using, using full names here.
2: I was going to say, you want to call him Ramuel while you're at it?
3: No, because his name's Sammy.
2: I'm not using shoot names. I'm using full names. We're not using using government names? Okay, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, But at the same time, I do like that, like you said, Sammy addressed it. um, May have done it in his own little flavorful way. I like that he's wearing the KO shirt, and he's, you know, you'll be in my heart forever, KO. You're my best friend. Oh my God, I love you. What happens if those two are in war games against each other somehow?
3: Oh, they were in war games against each other last year. They're going to do the I'm sorry, I love you spot, and then kick him in the face.
2: I'm sorry, I love you. I just got a DM from someone saying getting into the weeds of talk, you guys lived up to your show name.
3: <laughs> really? Like, what are we doing? T- who why are we talking to- who who dm'd you that? Well, first off, I was watching the show. Someone dude.
2: is watching someone is someone is DM'd me about something else before. <laughs> It's oh, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My- Tino
3: Sabatelli, you're doing this podcast with Mandy Rose, Power Alphas, everybody. I, I'm I'm probably the only person who listens to this. Um, but power, not nah, they got they got viewers and stuff. Tino, come on our show, man. I'd actually love to talk to him. I there's a lot of people I'd actually love to talk to about just random stuff. Um, I think Tino Sabatelli would be great. He seems a uh,
2: interesting dude. Yeah, I would love to talk with him and bring on Mike Rallis. I told you I want the first Mike Rallis post. you do wwe interview i
3: feel you've earned it honestly for how hard you rode for that gimmick i feel you were dick riding without a license you've earned that interview
2: come on man he should be the tag team champion
3: there why is it still there
2: he's not intercontinental he could be gunter he can be. i mean, he
3: can't he's not in the company anymore
2: He, he, he can come back and be the tribal chief No, he's not in the company anymore oh man what could have been
3: I actually think he'd be great. I've listened to a few interviews with him. He he, he seems like an interesting dude. Uh, another just freak athlete. Let's get Tino and Riddick on at the same time. Talk about why their partnership failed.
2: I don't even yeah. know if they had a partnership. They did, didn't they? Didn't they they team? did. Tino and Riddick had a, had a tag team. Yeah. And then they both got injured in the same – that's what happened was that they both got injured within like weeks of each other, if not at the same match. And that was like their long-term injuries too. Why are we still talking about Tino Sabatelli? I don't know! (laughs) Oh, God, this is great. I have uh,
3: no idea why we're still talking about Tino Sabatelli.
2: It's because he's engaged to Mandy Rose.
3: I mean, fair. Man's winning there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Judgment Day captured the tag titles, and uh, Cody and and Jey Uso are no longer going to be the tag team champions, obviously, because they lost. Do they do a rematch or are we just going to finally move on and let cody do his own thing is it because i caught myself saying words
3: yeah yeah they're no longer the tag team champions because they lost
2: that's traditionally what happens right good job joel thank you that's why they pay me the no bucks to do this
3: Here, we can ask this person if we can get. uh, (laughs) Sean, can you get us an interview with Tino Sabatelli and or Riddick Moss?
2: Let's go. (laughs) I need that Mike Rallis interview, Sean.
1: I'm not sure either of those people know what I do. Oh. Well, Well,
3: well, Tino was trying to take uh, your job, allegedly. Yes. uh, During your time there.
1: Oh, Yeah. (laughs) he yeah, jericho the, accused him the of
3: uh leaking the the dark spoilers
1: oh, yeah that wasn't him that definitely wasn't oh, him okay. i know 100 that wasn't him although a lot of people thought it was him um yeah well as uh, it turns right. out guys it ain't that serious
2: <laughs> dark spoilers i color me shocked yeah
1: <laughs> it was very weird very very weird <laughs> A lot of companies do a lot better when they just realize some stuff is going to get out. That's like with the CM Punk thing. People are like, haven't you considered they just lied to you? No shit, Sherlock. Every day of my life. The thing is, they haven't. <laughs> These companies don't don't really do that. Because uh, they know that if they send us their on-location ticketing release for Royal Rumble after that, I'm going to say, quote, get fucked! I was uh, gonna I'm eating do... sun dried chick or sun dried tomato chicken.
3: No, the eggs gimmick is just
1: dead. You've completely broken kayfabe. Listen, these last couple listen. of instances. FactorMeals slash Fightful fifty, save fifty percent off. <laughs> I was waiting
2: for that.
3: I was gonna, I was gonna start a new gimmick instead of why haven't they fired Velveteen Dream? Just when CM Punk coming back? Why haven't they brought back CM Punk?
1: I've got people. Now, listen, I'm going to say it at least once on every show. Clip this. <laughs> Plaster it somewhere. I ain't saying he's coming back or he's not coming back. I'm saying what WWE is telling everybody. That's it. Uh, listen, I, I can't get you an interview with uh, Tino Sabatelli or Riddick Moss, but I probably could with Mojo Raleigh because he did get me this sponsorship. Wow. Oh, I like Mojo. Mojo's, Mojo's great.
2: Good. Let's sit with him can you can you click sean click on the private chat for a second tell me if you can see the messages from earlier because i think you would pop for one of them no i can't unfortunately yeah, i don't think so you can't there. yeah all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do that this this was from exactly the person you think it's from (laughs) Mm. yeah (laughs) i stand by statements (laughs) anyway why why
1: would they not want a sean run-in i completely derail the show
2: (laughs) then that's how you get tombstones of your name put on on fight tv
1: i got larry d coming into my studio in in about 40 minutes i'm excited for that my first studio interview
2: oh that's good looking forward to that i know he's wrapping up his
3: career i hope he's doing well uh i know it's uh the the fire and everything this year was a big big
1: setback so i hope he's doing well he's about to retire so probably not
3: I mean, maybe he's got a nice life outside of retirement. After yeah, retirement. he's a great
1: dude, he works really hard. I like Larry a lot, but oh man, so why why Riddick Moss? Uh, he claimed that I informed him he was fired, which was not true.
2: Yes, yeah, so if people didn't figure out that was sarcasm, I don't know what they're doing here. It's the internet. What was, it was a very funny interaction?
1: And to be clear, only one time ever have I known who was getting fired before they knew and that was like the Braun batch and when i was told that when i was told that Braun was among them i was like well there's no way that's true type of thing and i mean i had one wrestler who i like and respect an awful lot that's like hey did you know that ruby was getting released and if so why didn't you let us know Uh, i was like well i didn't know that one but also it was such a, a shocking group of releases that i was like there there's no way they would be this dumb well also at that point i was like what does vince want he's letting braun Strowman go what is he after
3: the braun go well after he you know beat up his son and then which probably earned him marks maybe brownie points yeah challenge for the title as well that was the braun one was such a weird release so weird braun was like Super typical WWE guy, very strange. I
1: see a talking point going around. It says, Dave Meltzer with the confirmation on the F4W board about WWE leaking the Fast Nationals on the week. AEW did a bad rating. Bill, oh. I told you all this like two years ago. What are we talking about? They yeah, tried to Bic- give them to me.
3: Yeah, Bix uh, said that, yeah, Sean said this like years ago, that they used <laughs> to send them, and then once Sean realized like, oh, wait, you're only sending these when it's like, Bad against AEW and otherwise you, you told him to basically what you said earlier fuck off.
1: Yeah, I got him I got him one well I got I got them twice. I confirmed them the first time. I had a contact at Nielsen and then cross referenced it with some early information that Brandon Thurston got. And the second week I said, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna have to take some time and verify these. I can't just blindly run them. Uh, then they sent them to Raj Geary who ran them for a couple weeks. And then what does it say when even he was like, yeah, I can't do this. This is a little too tribalistic. And then they started to feed them to Alfred Conaway, who uh, has no shame lies. Often is a terrible person and a talentless hack. So
3: there you go. Sean's shooting hard on
1: I, that being, come on. That's a pretty common perception yeah. of the guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I have literally had, one of the people that has been responsible for sending those to him laughing about what a puppet he is uh, <laughs> in person at one point. So there you go.
2: Sean, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to you plug your, uh, your show this afternoon, knowing that there is a special something happening?
1: Yeah. Is that public?
2: I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy said he can't do it and you have a special guest goes, but didn't say who.
1: Oh, it's the list in Yabrowski. Uh, Matt Cardona is joining me halfway through the show.
2: Oh, well, there you Uh-oh. go.
3: Nice. Can you ask him why everyone dislikes him?
2: Sure. I like him. We had a great conversation a few months ago. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll say. I'll say from Jeremy. <laughs> why does everybody dislike you? <laughs>
3: he if he remembers who i am so i, I when i went to aiw last year uh was it was last year yeah, it was last year at this point uh and i got him to say hey sean Rossat, fuck you i thought he was gonna charge me for that I I half, i'm sure <laughs> i was waiting for him to charge you he likes to, me
1: for that i like to walk up to him when his line is empty and be like lonely virgil meme and then he'll always <laughs> unzip his fanny pack and and give me a whiff of the wads of cash that he has in there. <laughs> it's always a lot. It's always a lot,
2: man.
3: That, that was when like, yeah, I, he, he does have like long lines all the time and uh, always humping.
2: <laughs> that's the show today. Yeah. That's good.
3: He does have always long lines. And, like I, I had to wait, I had to wait for like it to die down. And then Chelsea's line was still very long. Hers just would, would stay uh, packed and then his would die down. But that, that's when I went up to, him. I was like, I feel bad, but, he seems he seems cool. I like Matt Cardona, but all, all the people on the shows who come on here don't seem to like Matt Cardona.
1: I uh, just wrote a letter of recommendation for Steph Delander's, I think, visa. Uh, oh. Recently, that was a that was, was a you? flattering ask. Like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, why didn't Sh- Shaza ask me? Like, why didn't that happen?
3: Well, I mean, you <laughs> don't. Up, I, so, yeah. I, I feel like you would like say bad things to. Uh, make
1: She's sure she my does friend. It get the visa. <laughs> I'm just better at everything that she does. That's, it. That's
2: it. The problem is you're her friend until somebody from the U S government goes searching for you, the two names together and sees you beating her up. And then they're like, Oh, we have questions.
1: <laughs> I, I would write in a letter. She gets DDT very well. <laughs> Thank God. She has moves that don't require me to bump ever. <laughs> That's no. so what we do. I got to go Chuck. set up this uh, podcast, guys. It's always a pleasure. I'm not going to uh, – I'll do a cheers, but I'm not going to put the logo on the air until they pay us. So, hey, We have water.
3: Oh, Joel's always drinking. Hey, hot.
1: hey, don't you show that Kroger water. Don't you do it. Don't this you is, show that Kroger logo.
3: This is Walmart water. Thank you very much. Even worse. <laughs> have a good day, Sean.
2: I want a pepsi sponsorship
3: uh i don't think that's gonna happen we hear get me, Pepsi. pepsi?
2: i want a pepsi, a pepsi sponsorship? ben affleck has a yes. pepsi machine in his house i seen it i want it pepsi well, what are we doing here
3: one you don't have ben affleck money despite being white God, I
2: wish I had <laughs> that like money, I'm so white yeah, yeah
3: What were we talking about? What is this show? What has happened?
2: We were talking about <laughs> Tino Savatelli.
3: Oh, that's right, we were <laughs> Should I message him right now and be like, hey Tino You have no idea who I am uh, I probably wrote a headline that you didn't like um, <laughs> I was the one person who covered Your comments on the podcast about They dropped the ball with my character <laughs> <laughs> want to be on our show
2: <laughs> what the hell is our show every week i ask myself this question and every week i get a wrong answer uh will chisholm sent us a super chat let's just dive in i would pay to be a fly on the wall to hear vince mcmahon and triple h talk well i would love to be at thanksgiving dinner to watch those people interact, they because, ain't having
3: Thanksgiving to, to dinner
2: together. <laughs> so either, but could you imagine? Could you imagine those guys having having a conversation, sitting down, sitting down at a Whataburger, and just being like, "What do you got for raw?" And Triple H being like, "None of your business." And that's it. And they just sit and enjoy their Whataburger.
3: I don't think that happens at all. No. Now, rich people talk differently than us joel like they don't they don't like just play coy about this stuff rich people don't care they are very willing to just spill information from what i've heard from from the rich uh i am not one of those people they had no problem like flaunting the, the money and the ideas and all this stuff out there that's how they get so much trouble at the end of the day
2: i i don't know about that I don't know about that. I, I, I feel know. like, <clears throat> I don't know. Vince, first of all, the, the person who said Vince carves the turkey. Absolutely. Yes. Vince, at Thanksgiving, he is the guy. He's at the head of the table. Uh, not Roman Reigns. Roman's at the other end of the table. Just being like, when's my turn? But instead, Vince is like, mm, it's my turkey. Do you think he does it with the electric carver? Or does he do it with like a, a real man's knife knife? Nah, he
3: uses the knife. He ain't using that electric bullshit.
2: Maybe he tears up the turkey. And Just like some for you, who wants booger style, yeah, yeah, just like bread, <laughs> just tear it up, <laughs> just yeah. chaos, just hey, you want <laughs> potato salad, <laughs> the food fight. They got to cancel the food
3: fight in Impact. Joel, let's talk about this. Excuse Did you see me, this what happened? Okay, I'll let me pull this up. Hold on, I swear I saw this tweet. I mean, maybe it was a fake account. Um,
2: you
4: know, cancel that happens.
3: Food fight, yeah, hold on. So it says... Oh, uh, well, oh
2: it, Joe Hendry's food fight. Okay, yeah. you want to talk about this? Okay. Do you yeah, know what's going on? Do you know what this whole thing is about? No. Okay, so this is actually ingenious. I'm going to catch people up to speed. First of all, Joe Hendry does a members-only show on Impact's Ultimate Insider's YouTube channel, okay? It's a, the, the $5 or $1 subscription. They give you a lot of extra stuff. <clears throat> Hendry's little show is him sitting with other wrestlers eating food, Okay. And it drops every week, and it's it's entertaining and it's fun. It's you know peek behind the curtain. Now, Mister Hendry and one Simon Miller have started.
3: Oh yeah, I've seen some of this stuff.
2: Okay. Yes. So it started with Simon Miller's ups and downs, where he gave a down on his Impact show to Joe Hendry. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that for for comedic effect. He gave the this isn't working. He gave a thumbs down not the thumbs up he gave the opposite of that he gave a thumbs down to joe henry and henry took uh he 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 took um offense to that over on social media so they've gone back and forth then at first i was like this is this is a little heated okay and now it's turned into there you go there's the, the thumbs down you're really trying here
3: i feel like my thumbs are not like i got weird looking thumbs
2: They're long like
3: they pick up well.
2: No, they don't. So we're just trying here. Anyway, so so yeah, this whole thing has been them going back and forth on social media to the point where Joe Hendry's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come and find you. And then there's a video that went around where Hendry and Simon had a a little spat behind closed doors with like a window. You could see like an NXT Anonymous thing. And yeah, that's that's what this is. That's why the the episode is delayed because they're doing this 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 gimmick with uh Joe Hendry and Simon Miller which I love it and this is the beginning of hopefully the Joe Hendry heel turn that Cresta Star and I have been talking about for weeks because Joe Hendry is a heel when they introduced him to impact he was he was stealing people's money he was getting women pregnant he was he, but it was also that was the promo all the promos were but you say his name and he appears and like sleight of hand suddenly this pregnant woman who was beefing with the guy who she that didn't get her pregnant and has been married to her for five years joe henry got the woman pregnant in the promo but you don't know this but you do know this joe henry has been a heel the entire time it's it's beautiful non-existent storytelling and impact either way if this is the beginning this is it that's what's going on that's the the joe henry's food fight that's why it's not airing this week because that's doing unfortunate
3: a i thought they had a food fight incident and someone got stabbed with a fork
2: no, that was that was Tommy Dreamer who got stabbed with a fork by Crazy Steve a couple weeks ago. The same week that I we talked about this on the show. The same week that Christian did the go fuck yourself, the next night was impact, and they did the, the fork segment. And I got to use for the caption on the, on the on the oh, thumbnail. God. I go already for, know <laughs> what to do. <laughs> it was go fork yourself. Man, I get it. <laughs> so I bought myself so big with that. Go,
3: go do the Barry Horowitz.
2: Uh, you know that when I'm doing when I'm gonna do this 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 Jewish wrestlers conversations, you know that one of my one of my questions is have you ever wrestled or interacted with Barry Horowitz? It's legitimately on the questions thread. Uh.
3: Well, there's no Joe Hendry's
2: food fight. That's the point of this. <laughs> In fact, it sounds like a recall and a mental institution. Some days it does. I mean, do you watch
3: the show? I, I just keep up with it, and I see that what's going on here.
2: Oh, man. Oh.
3: What do you make of the tag titles, changing hands, Joel Pearl? And should they bring back Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss to win yes. the belt?
2: I think Tino <laughs> Sabatelli and Riddick Moss should be the undisputed tag team champions. They should beat the Judgment Day. There we go. Yeah, I'm going deep into the Joe Hendry lore. He's a heel man. Go back and watch those... Uh, those introductory promos from impact they
3: gotta you- bring back yuya all right they screwed up everything they put this team together like right when yuya was leaving it was to go perfect. back to new japan
2: it was perfect you know what yuya in just five guys that works for me unfortunately just five guys won't be very important after wrestle kingdom
3: you need just one joe instead of just five guys
2: hey man i tried so hard going into blood and guts to have maxwell jacob friedman put together his team of just five jews well it didn't happen (laughs) it didn't happen actually i didn't even want it wasn't for blood and guts i wanted it for forbidden door i wanted him to take i wanted just five guys to take on just five jews because at the time the iwgp world heavyweight champion is the head of just five guys it's sonata he's still the champion he is still the champion until Russell wrestle kingdom and then it was gonna be mjf who was the world champion getting his five jews but we didn't get just five jews
3: well mjf didn't face sonata though
2: well that's the problem he should have
3: sonata faced uh jack perry real Glass, yeah. jack perry
2: yeah that was that was a thing yeah but but this well, is that, I that was
3: set up the turn that was a set up the turn on hook that was a good yeah. angle
2: That was there so i had set up this just five jews
3: see goldberg burying the state of wrestling
2: Yes, I did. Am I surprised to see Goldberg burying the state of wrestling? Absolutely. You know who needs to rebut? Not the rated R superstar. We'll talk about that in the, uh, oh, <laughs> in the preview. This guy. We'll get there. We'll there. <laughs> Someone just said something really funny. Uh, but no, it's. It, it, I need Bret Hart to give his thoughts on Goldberg's thoughts on the state of the wrestling industry today.
3: You might agree with Goldberg, honestly.
2: Could this be the moment where Goldberg and Bret Hart finally come together and we create peace in the wrestling world? I hope so. (laughs) I love Jeff Valley Driver. Goldberg made me laugh because his character was just screaming. I
3: love the same thing. I was like, Goldberg's like the non-deepest character in the world. There's just a dude that just beats everybody. Like, what are we talking about? Like, depth to character here. This dude just runs through people.
2: And he crushed he crushed Sid's car once. Like, what are we doing here?
3: The heel turn was just Goldberg going after baby faces. That's all. Like, ah, uh, Goldberg ruled, though. Let's be honest.
2: Of course he ruled. Also, he's another Jew, so I can't help but stand. Well, like, the way that they ended the winning streak with the cow prod, it was like they saw Goldberg as a big bull that they literally took him down the same way you would take down a big bull. He had him we're not, teasered. In one,
3: two, we're three. not hating on the great Kevin Nash for ending that streak.
2: I didn't say we were hating on it. I'm just saying the way they did it was a little suspect at best.
3: Kevin Nash burying the, uh, the sheets for making up things about him signing with WWE. Not this guy. This guy actually listened to the podcast.
2: Good for him. Good for him. Oh, <sighs> my God. Yeah, I do want to talk about Goldberg thinking that the company is sh- thinking that wrestling is shit. <laughs> uh, until he's brought back for the season premiere next year. Of, of I don't know. Like, he feels like if they
3: were going to bring him back for something, it would have happened by now. Or, for, or if AW is going to bring him in, it would have happened by now.
2: I'll tell you when it happens. It happens when his son says, Daddy, I would like to tag team with you. And yeah. they put him through the PC and then they do the Goldbergs versus the I don't know. Name of father of the Mortons, Carrie Morton, and Ricky Morton team up for one time against the Goldberg. That's like the it. thing. The gold, the, the elder, the elder statesman in the ring can't get in together.
3: now nah, it's Ray and Dom. You gotta go against Ray and Dom.
2: Actually, I would like that very much. Ray and Dom versus Goldberg and go- they're they're very big, the Goldbergs. They are physically large men. What's
3: his son's name? His son's got like a badass Gage. name.
2: Yeah, Gage. Like yeah. a car, because Goldberg only cares about three things. <laughs> Sports, meats, and cars. And his family, I guess. Notice how wrestling is not part of this lineup.
3: The Goldbergs is a good show. Goldberg was actually on that show. I feel like it's over now.
2: Maybe I'm wrong. but I, do oh, feel I think like it's been it done for a while. Okay. I used sure, to watch it. I'm pretty sure that my my in-laws started watching that show when they realized that their daughter was dating a Jew. Oh, okay. I think that's that was a good shot I'm watching. Was it a good show? I don't know. I watched one episode. Probably the Goldberg episode. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really? know what you
3: watched. They did a spin-off of it too.
2: They did. Yes. Yeah. Uh it wasn't very good. Anyway, like most spinoffs Um, so so Vince McMahon's not in the weeds anymore. We don't know what to do with ourselves. And uh Triple H is running the ship and he's doing a pretty good job. And I really enjoyed Gunter versus Bronson Reed. And I really enjoyed it. What if
3: We call this
2: show on the throne. (laughs) And then I thought about the fact that we both have to do it while we're on the toilet. (laughs) Oh, is it oh, that's not a bad idea. It's really bad, but it's a really bad and good idea.
3: Get get Tim to create heavy metal rock music. He already has that. He's got that. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. It did So it, it will pay homage to the great Triple H with this.
2: It's not a bad idea. <laughs> what do you think, chat? You're going to call uh, it On no, the Throne? Nobody listens. To,
3: nobody listens to me. Please stop
2: this. It. I don't hate it.
3: Oh, man. Don't listen to me, everybody.
2: Anyway, I, I, I do want to say I really enjoyed Bronson Reed versus Gunther. That was That was a good match. Badass. That was a good match. Yeah. They and they, they did they did what I told you they, they they continued to protect the tsunami. They had, you know, they they went to tease it and Gunther, you know, got out of it. Didn't they didn't move. hit it and then do a one two, he moved. They did a good job of protecting it and then of course Gunther goes up to the top and he hits a top rope move. It still doesn't do it. Again, just the psychology of the match and the big men beating the shit out of each other. So good. I have to put that match over because I haven't had a chance to do it anywhere else yet. That was such a fun match, and I'm glad we got to see that.
3: Yeah, that was that was great. Gunther, he's on a run, man. He's on a run. I don't know who's taking that title from him. I don't want to end anytime soon. Uh, I do think it's got to be somebody who's like built a little bit. Uh, I don't think it can be like a one off thing. Like, I don't think it should have been Bronson Reed just because you know he Bronson Reed like makes sense as an intercontinental champion, but it can't be a one-off thing. Like, that's why Gable. Made sense. uh I guess Gable w- was built up on this. Got to be somebody who's built. um oh, We'll see. Look, I'd love for it to be Woods. are You kidding me? Woods, one of the most underrated dudes in the company. But I don't know if they see him like that. I wish they would, but I still don't know if they do.
2: I wonder how long until they push Woods into a uh, a world title feud against either Seth Rollins or whoever's next. Damian Priest and and Xavier Woods. I'm not saying that's a WrestleMania. That's like a summertime 2024 match or feud.
3: I I I wish they would they uh, push push Woods Kofi I know Biggie's out right now but like I, I wish they would push uh push these guys as more as uh, singles guys I and mean, you know Kofi they're just kind of doing the thing with the Viking Raiders right now but they got so much to offer even as a as a duo I know Biggie hasn't been there he hasn't been there for over a year unfortunately um, but they they still got so much to offer as a duo so it'd be cool to see them get a little bit of a bigger spot on the show we'll see.
2: What about Ivar? What do we do with Ivar? Because we don't know how long Eric's out of it, uh, out of action, but he is continuously, you know, giving us good stuff. What do we do with Ivar? Is he going to transition into a singles thing while we're waiting? Or are they going to kind of try to keep him hot with little squash matches? Like where can we go with this guy? Is this him and,
3: him and Gunther at some point?
2: I can see it happening. I don't know how we get there. I want, I want Gunther to step onto the pirate ship. Not that it's a pirate ship but like just backstage, Gunter's like, "It's very piratey in here." And then do Ivar we, walks in.
3: Yeah. Do we do we have a uh, Viking Raiders with Ivar and New Day with Kofi and Woods? Do we have like them link up as a trio? The 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 Viking Raiders Day, <laughs> Viking, Day. Viking Day.
2: It's Viking. Yeah. Day. Uh, and then Aiden English comes back. It's Viking <laughs> Day. Anyway, um, I don't know. I think it could happen, but then we're just doing the Street Profits and Viking Raiders stuff from 2020 again. Yeah, I
3: mean, I don't know if they have like I don't know if they have like long-term plans for for this kind of stuff. They right now they're just having good matches and they're just seeing what sort of hits with everything. So it's,
2: Yeah, it's like, been very it's just been very strange because both teams have been affected by injury in one way or the other, right? Cuz you've had Kofi Kingston who was out with injury and then he's back. Uh we don't know to what extent, right? Did he come back? Game pack. Yeah, he's been having matches. And then oh, Woods, yeah, he's been
3: having yeah. matches. He's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then Woods was was on and off, and now Eric's out, but Ivar is wrestling all the matches. Was was Sarah Logan? Was she was she there? Valhalla? Was she on nah, the she night? was she's out? There? Yeah, she's been out. Yeah, there's talk about her, maybe with a light injury, whatever that is. But uh regardless, like that the, there's a victim of circumstance going on here where both teams have had something, something that's kept them from being at full strength. And now they got to pivot. And I don't know where that is because the rest of the stories that are happening right now, at least in the title world are like moving. So I don't know if they move in with it.
3: I I'm not sure where, where they're going to go with, uh with that stuff again, right now they're just doing stuff. They're having good matches. Is there a long-term plan past that? I, I do not know. They do have like, it's very clear. They have some plans with, with various things like a uh, DIY and, um, and imperium going right now um the the drew stuff i think is is really good all the main event stuff is has been good on raw uh but yeah i don't know if they have like a full fleshed out long-term plan for viking raiders and new day outside of hey let's just kind of do stuff while you guys are around and then we'll figure it out at a later date
2: ivar teams up with diy to take on imperium that's how we get ivar versus gunter the intercontinental championship mm, okay diy and the i stands for ivar <laughs> what what's the d
3: and the i stand for do ivar yourself
2: listen buddy if it gets you through the day you do whatever you need to as long as it's consensual we <sighs> yeah, got like five minutes until we hit our AEW preview. So this is just, this is the spitballing we get. Is there anything else in Raw that we really want to hit on? Like, I'm I am I'm seeing this reporting that uh, they're talking about Bianca Belair coming back as soon as this Friday SmackDown and could be a crown jewel. That's the talk of the town right
3: now. She's on the poster for crown jewel. So, yeah. I mean, that, that would, the posters don't mean everything, but typically if they're going to put them on the poster, that means a little something. So, I mean, where's Bianca fitting in and all this? We're doing Charlotte and EO for the belt on Friday. Hashtag bow down should win. Uh, but it, it probably, she probably won't win. Um, and, and so what? Damage control attack Charlotte after the match. Here comes old Bianca to make the save. I feel like that's probably the most likely scenario, right?
2: Unless she has a standout match. She challenges someone for like a non-title one-on-one match. I don't know who. What? Bianca. Who's she challenging? Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, Like, unless they just have her come out at the end of whatever match, you know, the 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 women's title. Why the
3: damage control took her out? Why wouldn't she go after damage control?
2: Okay, so makes the most sense. Maybe they just do EO. Well, they could do EO Bianca, but what if they They go for Bailey and Bianca as like just a one-on-one grudge match?
3: We saw that. I feel like it's more likely it's like some type of tag team match. Bianca and Charlotte. I Dakota's still out, but. Yeah, I don't know where Oscar fits in this plan. Uh, maybe we get another five, Fatal Five Way: EO, Bailey, Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca.
2: I was about to ask. Like of all the Saudi shows, have they done? Oh, I guess they did Elimination Chamber. Was that a? Did they do a women's Chamber match?
3: I don't recall.
2: That was like twenty twenty. That was just before the pandemic. No, it wasn't. That was after. It was during. I'm wrong. Either way, I'm, I'm only asking this because it's like, it feels like they're just tossing all of the women on the Saudi shows that they can now because it, they, they, they're okay to do that. So it's just very funny that it's like multi-woman matches. So you could do a tag match or you could do a fatal six way or whatever.
3: I think you will see EO in charlotte this this friday on smackdown which has already been announced so i'm not spoiling anything um and then bianca comes out at the end of that to make the save to rekindle everything with damage control if she's coming back this week
2: do you want to talk about because people are mentioning it mia Yamashita was behind booker t wearing her baseball cap on nxt taking in the show
3: she was there she was booked for spark joshi this past weekend she was at disney world i believe or land whichever one's in florida and seemed like she just went to nxt i don't know if you want to read more into it than that but that was my takeaway from it i mine too I, i'm not going to speculate on anything because i don't think there's a whole lot there it was probably just she has friends who work at the performance center work at WWE, or wrestle on nxt and it was like hey can i come watch the show i'm in town yeah sure that's it
2: yep that's kind of where i'm at too it was like Just like Okada goes and visits Raw, he wasn't signing. He's just going to meet Vince McMahon, even though he didn't know he met Vince McMahon.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's very possible that, like you know, she had a talk with Triple H. I don't know what her situation is contractually with anything. I don't know if she can sign anything. If it might take a while, no idea. But I wouldn't read too much into it outside of wrestler was in town and went to wrestling show.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, you know what? Let's just let's get ourselves out of our misery. Let's go to the AEW preview for tonight. There's so much Why? more happening tonight. Where do we want to start? I don't know, you tell me. Sting addresses the fans. What's Sting going to address <sighs> other than his fans?
3: They're teasing that it's going to be uh they're they're teasing that it's like going to be some type of like retirement talk, right? Like that's that's this that's what people are speculating right like that that's the speculation is like they want you to believe it's this i think it's just more he's gonna come out he's gonna kind of speak on darby and he's gonna say mean things to christian cage because christian cage nearly decapitated him at a at wrestle dream i think that's more i don't think it's gonna be a i'm gonna i'm on my retirement tour type of thing i could be wrong I, I could be completely wrong, but I think sting still has a little bit more to give his contract is like, this is from all accounts. His own account this is like the last year of like his deal and everything. I know Tony's going to sign him to whatever he wants off of this. Um, but I'm, I'm not getting, you know, as, as we say, uh, don't speculate. Don't expect, I don't expect sting to give some big, like, Hey, this is my last run type of thing. You're going to do two last runs. We got Danielson and Sting last run at the same time. What if they
2: last run into each other for their retirement matches?
3: Great, honestly. Danielson and Sting, last match for both guys. Rule.
2: What if Jeff Farmer makes a return to AEW because Tony Khan loves booking WCW? Stop that. What? NWO Sting? They're asking in the chat. I'm just giving back to what the chat asks. I
3: know. I I like NWO Sting. Sean's done an interview with NWO Sting on my encouragement. So I I got no issues with that. But stop it.
2: Timeless Tony Storm debuts her newest blockbuster film. What will it be named? And will it be in Picture in Picture?
3: I don't think it'll be in Picture in Picture this week. I don't know what's going to be named. Is it going to be Silent? Or she gonna have she gonna have lines in this one? I
2: feel like it has to be silent because she hates the talkie talks so much. Okay. She hates the Oh she just goes
3: around beating people with shoes.
2: That's fine with me. Call it the shoe toss. No, don't do that. Uh, Why not? Anyway, uh, there's a lot of talking again. Jim Ross has a sit-down interview with Nick Wayne and his mom. Nick Wayne's mom has got it going on. Is Jim Ross going to be thirsty?
3: I don't know. I think Christian's going to be there and he's going to like do the talking for Nick. Yes. That's my guess.
2: I think it'd be very funny if Jim Ross says, first question, Mrs. Wayne, are you still single? <laughs> and then Nick Wayne just be like, what the hell, man? Stop it! <laughs> I can't. I just—I have nothing else to lose here. Uh, Kyle Fletcher takes on Kenny Omega, who just turned 40 years old this past week. Kyle Fletcher, who is like 19, at least 23. Either way, he's been wrestling as long as Kenny. He's been alive as long as Kenny Omega's been wrestling. So that's a hell of a, a hell of a thing to come up. This is a standout match for Kyle Fletcher, and it's good to see Kenny Omega back. Is this going to be a match where Kenny gets uh, screwed by the Don Callis family again?
3: nah kenny wins um and probably gets beat up afterwards hobbs attacks him. would be my guess
2: you think we're going to kenny versus hobbs or is it going to be kenny and jericho versus hobbs and uh maybe sammy guevara
3: it's going to be that at some point But then where's where's Takeshka? he should be the big standout guy here yeah. and now it's like they've kind of put all the heat on hobbs for for this. I mean the heat's really just on Don Callis for everything, but they, they've kind of made made Hobbs the guy of like the target here. Kenny should still be going after uh Tukashuke. He's the guy who beat him and everything. They gotta they gotta I think it should be Jericho Sammy sadly injured. Uh hope he hope he's doing better. And but I think they probably gotta do Kenny and Kenny and Jericho against Hobbs and Takeshka. And Sammy's just kind of Kyle lost his place in in line here because Hobbs came in and now Kyle Fletcher is also there. And look, no offense to Sammy Guevara, I'd have all these guys in my my, uh, lineup ahead of him.
2: Kyle Fletcher replacing Sammy Guevara is the best case scenario in a lot of ways. Just transfer the entire story over to Kyle Fletcher and just let it go. It's like recasting him. And just give Cal Fletcher, Kev Fletcher, be like, okay, cut off the JTT hair, do the Sammy Guevara look, diet black. You'll just be a little bit taller. Go ahead, do the things, do the lines. <laughs> Can you put on an American accent?
3: They they should have Sammy just like forgive Jericho, or I guess Jericho has to forgive Sammy in this case. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. And then just realigns with Jericho. We'll just go from
2: there. Easy peasy. There you go. Penta El Zero Miedo takes on Jay White. Yeah, uh, that's a yeah, match. That's a match. How long will it be, and when will uh, MJF show up?
3: Uh, j it'll be after the match. Jay will win. They they typically don't like doing uh, too many like I mean they do like doing like interference distraction finishes. I think we've seen a lot of those uh, kind of lately, but they they still do like relatively clean win non DQ stuff. But I think Jay White wins, and, and that's that's up is this shows up
2: is this the main event and if it is would you bring back the devil and have them beat up jay white afterwards
3: yes because i think they do need to heat that back up especially if you're dropping the the quarters stuff i do think you you need to heat that thing back up with the the devil because i think they dropped the ball on that they did it and it's like oh my mask got stolen you got friends, but you don't have friends, and then nobody's talking about it anymore. And it just seemed like it and the the Adam Cole comedy stuff, I think, undermined it a little bit, which I know a lot of people love those segments. And look as as like standalone segments, they're fine. But when you're telling a bigger picture story here, the those segments undermine your your big devil attack and your uh Adam Cole going away and MJF sending him off and everything. It undermines it a little bit. So, I do think that they they bring they should anyway. They should bring it back somewhat to just try to get a little heat back on that thing cuz man, it's gone it's gone away and then everything the talking point became the uh the quarter stuff which may or may not be dropped um and we got out of that what well, we got out of thoughts.
2: The thing is, you could do the devil and all that, they beat up Jay White. Actually, I wouldn't mind this. They go, they beat up Jay White, and then there's also the Dynamite Desmond Battle Royal, have Juice Robinson win, take on MJF, and then going into the match with MJF, Jay White and his pals are like, You took out Jay White, you're the devil, you're the guy. And MJF's like, I, w- I didn't do it, it wasn't me. And then during the MJF versus uh Juice Robinson, presumed Dynamite Diamond Ring match, had the devil and the people come out, take out Juice and MJF, just be like, "Not me." I'm telling you, it's not me. Had them unmask and then do the big, the big reveal. That would be the week after this. So there's, there's at least something there you could do.
3: I, I'm not mad at that. I think that makes some, some sense to, to pick this back up and then uh, do whatever, whatever the reveal is going to be. I don't know. I assume they have some type of plan of what the reveal is uh you know we we shall see yeah i imagine Juice is winning this dynamite dozen battle royal that gets him his match against mjf they've changed the rules on like what the battle royal means nowadays because they don't want mjf to like lose when it comes to the ring they want him to be the only person with this ring so like last year it was ricky won the battle royal to earn a shot at the title and the ring it was a two for one special there um i imagine it's going to work similar to, to that to where mjf doesn't actually have to compete in the battle royal because like last year he was the champion usually they do this thing in like december uh so the fact that they're doing it this early is uh i don't know i guess this is when they're deciding to do it
2: looking at the banner that AEW posted it's the you've got the banners with the with mjf on them and this is dynamite doesn't battle royal winner faces mjf for the dynamite diamond ring yeah, and That's for tonight's uh, promotional material. So yeah. yeah, could very well just be the one match MJF for the ring. And I think that they'll just yeah, I think someone will screw Juice out of the win.
3: I don't think they should do this because you don't want to beat MJF, um, especially this close to full gear. <laughs> Juice wins. He wins the ring from MJF and then so he beats MJF. But again, they they shouldn't do it. I'm at some point, I mean, I guess because they really only bring this back around once a year. The the ring thing, MJF sort of sort of outgrown that. He still's got four other friggin' rings. Like how many does he really need here? He's going going to Jordan here, just hold up six. Um Yeah, I I don't know if they're gonna introduce uh, you know, we think they dropped the quarter stuff. MJF hit him with quarters in the in the match instead of the ring. Like, is that the the symbolism? here that he goes quarters instead of rings
2: i still hate that we talked about this on monday and it was like it, nobody looks any better for incorporating the quarters I agree. regardless no i know that i'm just I'm, I'm just regurgitating what we talked about on monday for anyone who maybe didn't hear us it was like uh, it, it, everyone looks shitty here if you do it like that but anyway let's let's talk about the real main event jeremy lambert no adam copeland gives his rated r rebuttal to christian cage what does that mean
4: are you gonna come out
3: and like just swear it's like you motherfucker christian cage turning down my gd i don't like saying that word turning down my goddamn offer to be a team again how how much in trouble am i gonna get in like swearing this much on the show
2: like am i I gonna get us a show? and we're gonna get the gold dollar sign regardless it's just youtube's weird man it's just weird
3: okay so here we go here we go let's uh let's set this up properly here let's uh the great adam copeland he's gonna sit down in the ring he's gonna put the chair in the middle of the ring one spotlight let's see what we can do here let's see let's turn this this light off there we go one kind of there you go yeah yeah but what if i turn this one on really set this up oh is that better no. or worse
2: i mean it's adam copeland so you can't really look bad he's a good looking okay dude. so
3: here we go. Christian Cage, you motherfucker. I give you this fucking offer to team again. Edge and Christian reunited, doing fun shit again, whooping everybody's ass. And you told me to go fuck myself. You told me to go fuck myself, Christian Cage. I'm going to fuck you. Christian Cage. That's what we're going to do around here. You want to get rated R? You want to get rated R in AEW? I'm going to take my headphones off. You want to get rated R in AEW? I will go rated R on your ass, Christian Cage. Luchasaurus, I will go rated R on his ass. Nick Wayne, I will go rated R on his ass you brought this to your fucking doorstep christian cage i can't believe what you've fucking done christian i'm so goddamn pissed off at you what you've done to me what you've done to my family Turning me down like that? Shit. Turning me down like that, Christian Cage. You've brought this shit to yourself. I'm fucking you up, Christian Cage. That's it. That's the promo.
2: I'm glad you took your headphones off because I was playing music in the background for that. Were you? Yeah, it was good stuff. You'll catch it on the replay. Swear. So, yeah, we need a swear jar now. It's game over. So a
3: rated R rebuttal! I was rebutting rated R style. Rebutting. Whatever.
2: <laughs> so so I had I, I saw the segment and I, I just tweeted out. I was like, well, is this like a long is this a debate? Is this what we're doing? Like the rated R rebuttal? Are we following like robarts rules of order like what are we doing here
3: they can't they're overusing this man they're they're overusing this man dude like it can't be on this show oh adam copeland segment adam copeland segment like all right cool like i get it i get it he 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 ain't him as the kids want to say adam copeland ain't him you you gotta give me smaller doses of this man you just
2: I don't need him every show. I don't. He's going to have sex on TV. That's what he's going to do. That was (laughs) what he was
3: most interesting. At least that was the most interesting character when he was having live sex on television.
2: Oh God. And that's the thing. Like people are watching on YouTube. Sure. But like, Oh dude, it's just not great.
3: He is doing big social numbers. I can't knock that. Like, yeah. yeah, he's he's doing big big social numbers, but a lot of people do big, big social numbers. Doesn't mean you were uh, you know, showing doesn't mean you're you're drawing houses and, and drawing drawing ratings and everything.
2: Meanwhile, the house tonight looks good for uh Texas and Rosenberg. So good on AEW. Mystico, <laughs> shout out Mystico.
3: Yeah, drawing, Mystico. drawing
2: them. Yeah, thanks, Mystico, for the house. Uh but that's all I got. That's all that's going down on dynamite tonight according to their socials including a big debate with edge and christian
3: (laughs) man if people like adam copeland that's cool i got nothing against the guy personally i feel like i get along great with him outside of our music tastes are much different um big wife guys i'm also a big wife guy so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm, i like him uh yeah i got i got nothing wrong with it if you're into the adam copeland stuff the him being there weekly more power to you i just I don't need him like these weekly Copeland segments. I don't like I'm cool if he takes a week off and like lets somebody else respond to, to this stuff. I don't need a rated R rebuttal.
2: Darby is a surrogate. Why not let Sting reply? Let Sting do the talking.
3: Yeah. yeah. The t- that's the thing is like it's dynamite and collision. It's dynamite and collision. Like
2: and next week, it's the rated R recital. He's going to bring his daughters into the ring and be like, do the twirls girls. Go ahead. Anyway, I got nothing else. You want to plug the stuff and get out of here?
3: Punk was there every week. I need Punk every week.
2: Punk was only there on
3: Collision. Punk was only there on Collision. That was it. He didn't show up to... They didn't have Collision before Punk. It was only weekly with Punk. It was just Dynamite. Stick and to a show,
2: time. Adam. And that one time on Rampage.
3: He wrestled a couple times on Rampage. He wrestled... He, he did a few things on Rampage. He did. He did. He did. Uh,
2: like early Rampage, though, not like Seashell Rampage. Not like not like AEW Heat Rampage.
3: Well, he was suspended by the time Rampage became the Seashell.
2: That's true. My <laughs> God. Oh, what a time. What a lifetime this AEW has had. Yeah, his
3: debut was on Rampage. It like, was.
2: I watched it on TV. It was the same weekend as SummerSlam. People were like, oh, was. it's going to be real, the SummerSlam. And it's like, no, that stadium's pretty full. We're, we're going to be okay.
3: Yeah.
2: No, Jeff. You can bring up Punk whenever you want. Whether or not we speak about him in glowing terms is another question.
3: He's coming back. Sam Punk's coming back. I'm did telling you. Man. See, did you see yesterday? He posted the the bloody the bloody <laughs> uh list. It's because he's coming back.
2: He's coming to GCW. He's going to have a death match. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Kenta is going to win the X Division Championship at Bound for Glory, and then Punk is going to come back. They're going to have the match in the Tokyo Dome on. Wrestle Kingdom X Division Championship, Kenta versus CM Punk. it's, it's happening? Back. It's in Chicago.
3: The yeah. pump girl is in Chicago. That's right. Yeah. We're gonna do it. We're you gonna only retire in Chicago. Oh, a hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing when you said GCW. Yeah. Nick Gage and CM Punk in a death match
2: <laughs> But then you gotta watch Punk try to bleed.
3: Oh, he, got off- he got offended at Jungle Boy just saying real glass. He's about to get in there and Nick Cage. Like, How does this show what real glass is all about?
2: Real piece of cutter, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> real light tubes and shit.
2: Oh, I'm all for it.
3: Great. I'm all for it.
2: <laughs>
3: well, Joel, we have a tremendous lineup tonight. AEW Dynamites, October 18th, live on TBS. Funny, we did it already. From the Fort Bend Epicenter in Rosenberg, Texas, 8 p.m. Eastern on tbs live tonight october 18th it's a tremendous lineup one of our best lineups ever for aw dynamite we got a great crowd here in texas we have a great partnership with cmlo with mystico mystico is going to be wrestling rocky romero but that match is taped for rampage rampage october 20th on tnt at 10 p.m eastern but before we get to rampage this friday on tnt at 10 p.m eastern we have aw dynamite tonight 8 p.m eastern tbs from Rosenberg, Texas. Tremendous lineup, including the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal. Who will go on to face MJF to try to stop MJF's winning streak for the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal to prevent MJF from winning another Dynamite Diamond Ring? Who can do it? Who can dethrone MJF and take the Dynamite Diamond Ring from him? With a first-time-ever matchup, Jay White ahead of his clash with MJF at AEW Full Gear. He's going to be taking on one of the great luchadors here in AEW, Penta El Zero Mado. First-time-ever matchup between Jay White, Switchway, Jay White, and Penta, Zero Medo. Timeless Tony Storm, They beats her latest feature film, will be a silent film. It will not take place during the ad breaks, or will it? You gotta tune in to AEW Dynamite, and don't change the channel on AEW Dynamite tonight. We're back on our Wednesday time slot at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. Do not change the channel during the commercial breaks, because you might miss Timeless Tony Storm and her latest feature film. Nick Wayne and his mother are going to sit down with Jim Ross. Nick Wayne's mother has a lot of questions regarding her son and her align- and his alignment with Christian Cage. Christian Cage got to Nick Wayne, and she is not happy about it. And Jim Ross is going to get all the answers from Nick Wayne and his mom. Adam Copeland is going to speak his Rated R rebuttal to Christian Cage. What will Adam Copeland have to say to Christian Cage, who told him to go F himself? When they were in the ring a few weeks ago on AEW Dynamite, when Adam Copeland tried to reunite Team Copeland and Christian. That's the term we have to use. Adam Copeland's going to give his Rated R rebuttal live on AEW Dynamite tonight. Kenny Omega returns to the ring. be taking on Kyle Fletcher in singles competition. What does the Don Callis family have in store for Kenny Omega? As Kyle Fletcher represents the Don Callis family against Kenny Omega. It's always great to see Kenny Omega in action. He just celebrated his 40th birthday. It's always a treat when fans get to watch Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers of our generation, in the ring, now at the age of 40. All this, and plus Sting. Sting is going to address the AEW audience live at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS, on AEW Dynamite. What will Sting have to say? We've not seen Sting since he was nearly hit with a concerto at AEW Wrestle Dream. Sting is one of the biggest icons ever in the world of wrestling. One of my favorite wrestlers ever he's going to have a lot to say on AEW Dynamite. You will not want to miss what Sting has to say live on AEW Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. Anything else? That's the show.
2: Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't follow Jeremy. Follow Fight Talk underscore on, on Twitter. And uh, we'll be back on Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, going in the weeds. Or whatever the new show name is gonna be, on the throne. On the throne. On the throne. Unless aw bow, is really good. That
3: bow down cool. to the bow down to the king. No, 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 no. We're gonna be talking shit on the throne.
2: <laughs> That's
3: <laughs> damn it.
2: I am old for all J We ladies and gentlemen, friends on the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers.